Hi, Ralph. Hi, Chris. Welcome to building up to it. I don't remember what episode number this is. This is 102. 102. 102. It's Deuce. StreamYard did another update, and uh, usually I go into the past broadcasts, select the title of the last one, copy that, paste it into the new broadcast, add one. Uh, but now it word not word wraps it. It only shows me so many characters. And because of the name of it, building up to it, long, building up to it, hyphen Lego podcast hyphen, ep- <laughs> because it's so long and tells you everything that it is. Um, Plus, you just told us number you don't after and then I got to go to YouTube That's and right. grab it. That's right. He has no object permanence, as we discussed right. before we yeah. started recording. <laughs> You get 10 minutes of memory, uh, and that's it. That's, that's why our names are permanently on the screen all the time. <laughs> I, uh, we don't. <laughs> Who is this? Who's in here? Uh, I did, uh, did just get feedback from Kevin that quickly. Uh, yeah, he's in. Breast pocket. Done. Nice. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to really ma- – my, I trust my printer, but I'm going to have to really make sure he's, he gets the idea. So that's going to be very confusing to anyone who's <laughs> watching this show. I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah, well, just watch this like a month from now, and you'd be like, "All right, all right, hey, I'm wearing it right now." <laughs> oh man, what do so. what do Chris and Kevin usually collaborate on? That then you that'll give you a uh, an idea of what we're talking about. Yeah, and uh, Kevin, let me get a comment down below when you see this episode, and uh, that'll give us a rough timestamp. You'll be forced. You'll be forced to comment about? down there, and then everyone will know. The time distillation between this recording on October 8th, 2019, and Kevin watching or listening to the video <laughs> in future times. Hashtag you're being called out. A <laughs> little, little bit, a little bit. So uh, we've got one big topic. We have our bracket tonight. Uh, 2003 against 2019, which I'll tell you, 2019 is not over yet. It's about 40 sets shy of 2018. But I don't know, two and a half months or so, you think it'll catch up? Or you think it'll come in at a lower number than 2018 was? Grand total? I think it's, I think it'll, I think it'll be 2018, uh, just in count. I think so. Yeah, but what's like what's not announced yet except for like surprise, here's another direct to consumer set, which doesn't really add up. It's like one at a time. What's not announced yet? I don't know. I I I would assume that there's gonna be some sort of a push around the holidays. It's gonna be lower. I think it's somehow it's gonna come in lower. If you look at on brick set, twenty twenty already has over a hundred sets registered. <laughs> Damn. Like, what fucking oh. sets? But and most of them don't have pictures, and a lot of them are placeholders. Like, look, we know there's going to be a CMF series, so here's those. Put those in there, and we know there's going to be a modular, two UCS sets, and and all these things. That's well, it. Maybe uh, some poly bags. Maybe that's what we'll get. Forty poly bags. Maybe, maybe <laughs> like the things that I know are some of the things that are 2020 sets are like the ones that come out in December, but they're boxed labeled as 2020. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll look at 2003 against 2019. See who wins. We're almost into the quarterfinals, which I think this could really only get more interesting. I'm rooting for 1988. <laughs> for the whole thing? 
Yeah, why not? Oh man, it's got all right. Who, who's that guy? Oh, I'll make sure I'll make sure I'm on all those, those shows. Oh, it's right, nine. exactly. Every time 1988 <laughs> comes up, so 88 is 88 is going to have to beat 95 going yeah. forward, which I I think that's either either one's game without really looking at the pictures. And then it, then it's going to have to beat if it beats that, it's going to have to beat either 98 or 2014. 2014 was the Lego movie. Mm. Interesting. We'll see how that plays out. Yeah. So that's the only uh, one I voted for. So that's. <laughs> that's I, I voted once. I'm going to yeah. go all the way through. 100% yeah. accuracy. <laughs> um, so what did I get this week? I got the security of knowing <laughs> that the Tom Whalen 20th anniversary of Lego Star Wars. 20th? Yeah, 20th anniversary Lego Star Wars Boba Fett Slave 1 print was in fact exclusive to four Walmarts nationwide months ago as it did not appear at New York Comic Con as I had previously guessed that it might. So, 80 bucks well spent. So, wait, like literally four Walmarts? It was four or five, I forget. But there was a date in April where at four or five Walmarts nationwide, you could go and there was like a little display for Lego Star Wars and they're giving out these posters. And I don't know, it was it was like an in-store event that was kind of eh, not so great. <laughs> and these posters were there. So Walmart, well, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know wh- who started the chain of let's commission Tom Whalen to do this print, <laughs> but Walmart's involved. Lego's involved. Uh, Disney's involved. It goes all the way to the top. <laughs> I'm sure Lucasfilm's still involved somehow. But so uh, I have but I have that are... print all framed up, and I I was worried that I mean not that I would have been upset if it was available at New York Comic Con because you know more great posters for everybody. That's a good thing. But I did pay a good amount of money for my copy of it. And now that it wasn't just littering the trash cans of the Javits Center, <laughs> makes me feel pretty good. Because when they give out free posters, half of them are crumpled uh, on the ground and like getting dragged from shoes like toilet paper. It's always good for like kids and like parents that are there with their kids. But then like, it's one of those that eventually like, this is taking up way too much space. Screw this. When As you get older and have your own income that you're spending at the show, you're like, Man, I don't need this. This is just taking up too much space. Oh, I, I went to New York Comic Con once and I had a bag full of bullshit that I didn't need. It wasn't <laughs> stuff I bought. It was like all the freebies. Gotta get that swag. Make it worth it. Mm, I, did, I, I remember, did not need any I of I remember that collecting all the tech swag at conferences I used to go to. <laughs> Man, I've got so many adapters. Like, whoa! <laughs> or, like, there was, there was one point where, like, Mints, like breath mints, was a big thing. Mm-hmm. The ones that they came in like the little plastic cases that are like, like the size of a of a business card, but have like those little tiny mints in them. Like that was huge for a while. Like I could, remember those. Yeah, like the, it's it's like they're, they're like, like time capsules. Corner? Yep, that's exactly like a really thin Tic Tacs container. Yeah. Those, those, those are like time capsules. So if you still have wow. those, like that, that's awesome to be like, yeah. And then be sure it was this. I'm sure fidget spinners were 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 one of the ones that came out like like two years ago. Uh, like there's all sorts of stuff like that. This is the swag we g- we gave out at our last conference we did in September. There you go. Yeah. Coffee mug, 
The kids call those hydro flasks. <laughs> Is that actually um, what they're called? That's, that's a term I learned. That's It's got to be some kind of meme thing that I don't understand. Did you learn it at like Target when you were selling them? No, I, I learned it from the kid I fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's what you did this week too then. I guess you fired that kid. Chris, Chris and I were talking earlier. He, he doesn't know if the kid watched the show first before he fired. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, So I, on the record, like that's that's not the boss I want to be. That's the boss I have to be. <laughs> and it brings me no pleasure the day of, the week of. But let me tell you, after some time has gone by. I feel like so much weights off my shoulders knowing that the, you know, the business can move forward and, you know, hiccups have been removed, that kind of thing. <laughs> but like before it happens and during that and right yeah. afterwards, like I just feel like shit. And I work in HR, so I, I know that pain. <laughs> yeah. I bet you there's less paperwork for Chris. <laughs> all all yeah. I think about was the episode of cheers where they make uh, the business makes norm the, um, like the uh, executioner or whatever, the guy who fires people, but he gets more upset than they do, and they wind up thanking him and like consoling him when they're getting fired. <laughs> that's uh, that's good stuff there. Shout out to Cheers. Still, wor- I'm working my way through it for a second time. It's great. Oh, what'd you get? I got nothing. I'm still moving, yeah. and so moving I'm still packing. And oh, that's why been- you're. There's been, there, huh? Yeah, exactly. And there's been literally zero progress made to this. If Bro, you what you know week. about zero progress? <laughs> I know <laughs> about zero progress. <laughs> How about you, Ralph? Anything good? Uh, I, I was, uh, I've been traveling for the last week and a half down in Sydney, Australia. And so uh, after four flights and 33 hours of travel, I jumped right to the Lego store because I got suckered in with that uh, Triple Force Friday. Yeah. And I thought it was a good time to buy the Millennium Falcon at $800. So I got that double VIP price. Look at that. Baller. Yeah. yeah. And then the uh, the extra Star Wars set that they threw in was a good, good incentive. The, uh, the, the Endor one? Is that what it was? Was it Endor? Uh, I forgot what yeah. it was. Yes. yes. The miniature Endor set. Now, do, they have, do you have the Hoth one? I did, but I sold it on BrickLink. Um, I still have the you, other one. Are they modular in any way? Like, do they come with pins to attach them? Not that you'd be like yeah, Hoth and Endor, you know. <laughs> these things, yeah. they totally go next to each other. No, it doesn't look like pins. It looks like tiles on the side. Okay, so two things I got to bring up. Uh, first, um, being a member of the Realm of Collectors, I I realized that some things, and maybe it's just really good branding on the the core realms podcasting part, is that they have kind of embed certain phrases and call and response mechanisms into <laughs> you as a viewer that you really don't know life before them. So uh, I was Accurate. listening to a different podcast that I listened to, <laughs> not realm related, this morning, and. They they said patience, and then somebody I know right, and then the other person said, "Yeah, it's a virtue or something like that." And I, I realized that patience is a virtue ranks so much lower than patience saves pockets that I wouldn't even know that patience is a virtue is a saying anymore. <laughs> That's how strong patience saves pockets has been embedded in me in the realm of collectors. <laughs> yeah, That's is, crazy. It is because you can get like, 
you go to Etsy and you can find like probably hundreds of different craft style whatever that has patience is a virtue, like crocheted on a pillow or like or no, it'd be embroidered on a pillow, crocheted in a blanket, or burned into some sort of woodworking something, because that's a very popular and famous phrase. However, patience is pockets is definitely that's that's us. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> even resonate with me as as a thing. The patience is a virtue anymore. That's just not how you complete that's not how you accompany <laughs> that word patience anymore. The the worst is actually is uh, I'm I, so I've, I watched Nerd Rage Shatter because all those and so so to speak is the one that comes up for anything that's like I, I, double entendre. Someday, but, <laughs> someday this is going to happen. A so to speak is going to get its own so to speak, and then you know you you flip the desk, you burn down the building, you you move into the country. And you, and you start a new life, like when, it, it so is, to speak, yeah. so to speak, <laughs> and it gets its own. Oh man, it's possessive, so to speak. <laughs> it's it, like it is so funny. Like I've I've heard it used just even on like just by one of them, by by any of the cast members or whatever. And I'm like, wait a minute, did I miss it? That doesn't make sense. I try to back it up. I'm like, oh no, it's an actual. Like he really used the phrase, so to speak, as it's intended to be used, and not it's, yeah, like. The, like and it was, and I was, I was, I was holding a, a big stick, so to speak. Like it's, it's always double. I don't know. I've always felt. I, I know it's part of the shtick. It's part of the branding. But I've always felt that the face saving, so to speak, is almost like a crutch to them. And I, I think it's a negative thing. And I, I, I can't, up. I can't change anyone's mind about it. Whatever, that's fine. It but comes I think up too it's frequently. A crutch. I, I find it annoying actually because they're like just. Sometimes it comes up like three or four times in a sentence, and I'm like, just get to the sentence. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Like, like <laughs> nope. Nobody's nobody's like sitting over here snickering and pointing at you and like whispering to their friend about you. Like, this is not middle school. <laughs> but hey, that's part of the branding. I get it. You look at the opposite end of that. I I I uh, pain. It pains me to admit that I I watch some uh, Rhett and Link because it's just so mainstream. <laughs> it's just so mainstream. You but and they, your anti-mainstream everything can't like yeah, things that people so, like. I don't know. I some of the like comparisons and things like that I, I find amusing, and it's just kind of in on in the background most of the time. Now that I've admitted it out loud, I can never watch them again. But <laughs> um, they very unabashedly will never do like a so to speak face saving. Like if they say something, they'll laugh about it and move on, and like <laughs> they don't need to take time. Or go. I hope no one, no one makes fun of us now. Anyway, the second thing I wanted to bring up about your Australian story <laughs> is if anyone watched the most recent, maybe two ago at the time of airing for this, but the recent uh, Forever Sorting with Kevin A. Henkel, <clears throat> he talks about how in Brazil when he was there. They didn't have Lego stores. They had what used to be called mono brand stores, um, which has a new name now, but he couldn't recall what that name was in the video. And so therefore I do not know what it is, but a mono brand store was um, a non Lego owned or run Lego store where it's like, Hey, I want to run a Lego store. Lego. Can I run a Lego store? It's like franchising a Lego store in a country where Lego is like, we're not going to do it ourselves or you can do it for us. Interesting. I I wonder if because they only just got Lego stores in Australia. They might have one now, officially. 
but they've had like Omrick James bricks is like the <laughs> biggest Lego store in Australia is if you look at uh, online presence. I wonder because they get they get all the newest stuff like they have a full on distributor license. I wonder if they're actually a mono brand store or if they are just a toy store that um, has a distributor license. But I think you have to sell other stuff to get a distributor license. You can't just be like, hey, Lego, I'm going to sell your stuff. Send me everything. They might be a mono brand store or whatever it's called now. That might be what I'm Rick James Bricks is. <laughs> I love the name, but it's it's grand scheme. Like it's not a huge like callback. How, like, how long after that Chappelle show sketch do you think he goes? That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's the name. <laughs> like like that. That's the, like what what's what's even funnier is it like so he is he's branded himself off of a very kind of it's ultimately going to be a deep cut because that episode of the Chappelle show <laughs> hasn't aired in like ten years. So, and, and like, so, so no one really watches it. Like no one knew. So it's, it's definitely only those, you know, no, but like to, to brand your store after that, it's an actual brick and mortar store too. Most of the people there probably have no idea what it is. None of the kids know. Most well, of the guy's parents name, probably don't know. I'm pretty sure the guy's name is actually Rick James. It happens to be. Lucky bastard. That pun <laughs> works. That works on so many different levels now. Carry on, Rick James. Would, would the store still work if his name wasn't Rick James? Yeah, it just wouldn't make it. I mean, it would just be. A, it would be like I said. Then it would be a real deep cut. Now at it least would, it would like, be heavily name. reliant on the sketch and the artist Rick James. Right, exactly. That, that's why I thought it was a more real so deep than cut. it is now. <laughs> but you know, anyway, did you Ralph? Did you get to go to anything like that? Uh, no, but I did see a Lego ad for build uh, build the world on a bus stop. That's Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Thought that was interesting, but uh, there is it at, at my office. There is like we have a uh, a Slack channel where uh, there's a bunch of Lego Slack. Lego users, and a bunch of them are from from Australia. I even offer them free shipping to if they place any orders at my store. I bring it over to them, but none of them took it up. Jerks. <laughs> what if they all like like thousands of people? Are like, yep, let's do it. You had to bring home like just just pallets of Lego. Coincidentally, yeah, go. I got a new fulfillment. Um, contract, contract, yeah. contract. I'm trying to think of what the person who's sending it would be, but I guess they could also be a contract. I got a new fulfillment contract from Australia, where um, there, because you know how Lego is so expensive in Australia. Apparently, they're going to send me Lego to to sell through uh, bricks on a dollar, which is great. Thumbs up. I'll take it all day mm. long. But it just seems crazy that they can they can get it there for cheap enough to make the shipping and the part out and the, and the, the, the commission rates and all that, uh, make all that work. Or, you know, maybe they're just supporting a cool brand like bricks on the dollar, <laughs> <laughs> but I look forward to getting that first submission and, uh, and many more. <laughs> Shout out to Rick James. It's not Rick James. <laughs> And is that, uh, did you have anything else to say about the Triple Force Friday? No, that's all I got. That was enough. So you're getting suckered into Triple Force Friday was just that they had a double points set. and you got a Falcon <laughs> and then yeah, you got and, the Endor thing? And then, that yeah. does not, I've, been wa- 
I've been wanting it forever. Yeah. Like that's like the one set I've always wanted was that one. I don't usually buy a lot of sets. Like usually a lot of the, uh, the Lego idea sets, but that one was the only one I really wanted. And I was waiting for a good time for it. And so double VIP points was, was good. Plus the, uh, the indoor set. Damn straight. Was... If you're going to get double VIP points, do it on an $800 yeah. set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have on good authority that the Falcon will retire December 31st, 2020. Huh. I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. There was a whole, was it Bricks, uh, Brothers Brick that did a whole thing on when the uh, well, when the sets are going to retire in the future? Oh, um, that's not where my authority is, but uh, perhaps where my authority got it from became public. <laughs> and then the Brothers Brick, uh, I mean, that's, that's like the worst thing that could happen. Uh, not the worst thing. That's a bad thing that could happen for Lego, right? Like the the retire the retirement dates that they have predetermined get completely put out there. Mm. As far as people waiting to buy things or you know putting off buying things or buying everything up at a certain point, uh, like the, you know the last time it might have a GWP incentive before retirement, but not any after that. Or I don't know. I guess it I guess in the end it doesn't matter because they're still selling. Yeah, and it it depends on the percentage of their customers are resellers or investors or whatever you want to call it, like the ones that that do that. I would probably venture that that is only like tertiary at best. As to like, to, well, what are the investors going to think if we if these are? Out, I think they really really care about trying to you know those those three R's trying to trying to get to trying to snag the customers who don't think that way. Reduce, primarily. reuse, rebuild the world. <laughs> Got it. So, uh, in the comments section, we got some things. Let's see. Uh, Beesville again. Chris, your past videos launched me into selling on Bricklink. Thank you for all your content. Love this podcast. Great job, Chris, Paul, Matt, et al. <laughs> um, Who's Sadler that? Bricks. <laughs> Who's that all? <laughs> uh, Wayne Bryan, Sadler Bricks, uh, wants to once again oh, tell us. Hashtag 2205. I had to do it this show. Paul did it last show. I wanted to keep the hashtag going. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You haven't now. sneezed yet. It's the <laughs> time yeah. stamp. Uh, I can't point properly. There, yeah. Time stamp. There. <laughs> it's over yeah. there somewhere. You don't what see that I, on YouTube, though. What am I? Is, is this when I was frozen or when you were frozen or something? No, no. Last, last week you sneezed at 2205, and then Paul goes, hashtag 2205. <laughs> Uh, let me tell you 105 percent of me forgot about that (laughs) Um, past 10 minutes ago (laughs) sadler bricks once again wants to tell us that we're doing a great job and then he's going to BrickCon slash went to BrickCon. um guys in seattle right yes um leave us a comment let us know what you got at BrickCon. if you got anything we have uh my favorite kind of child i remember is the one that puts in uh, uh, an anonymous username, because apparently, whenever you comment on anything on YouTube, you can either do it as the, your, you know, your account that you've made, or you can just fill in whatever you want as the as the name, and it'll kind of be like an anonymous post with whatever text you want as the who is from. Um, I th- one thing I think YouTube should do is that you uh, if you shouldn't be able to comment if you're commenting anonymously, like. Use your account or don't comment at all. I like that. With like who you're damn, hiding from? Damn bullies. Hiding 
See, apparently you're hiding from the adults in the room. Uh, person A is the name. It's person A. They said, this podcast is still on. And I said, cool anonymous name. And then uh, Brickstackers really oh. enjoyed the podcast. I was hoping they would have responded to that. <laughs> nope. Um, that's the thing. Do you get like, an email or a notification of any sort? If you pro- commented as an anonymous name, do you get any kind of notification that someone replied or liked or disliked your comment that you made anonymously? Like, how does it get back to you? Maybe it doesn't. I guess we'll have to try to become a member of the child army to figure that out. Well, I don't know when they adopted this whole, you can post anonymously, but still fill in whatever from name you want. But I don't, I don't understand the point of it. That's a little odd. If they're going to all the, uh, all those like extra efforts now to change all the stuff for blah, 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 kids and all that kind of stuff on YouTube. You think something like that would also change if it is all with the intent of protecting the children in in that case, specifically from ads in general, but to protect the children, you think being able to put an anonymous name would be something that you'd remove uh, in order to protect the children. Think of the children. Think of the children. (laughs) children. So that's our comments. Thank you, everyone who commented. Especially, I, I, I gotta admit, I saw that I saw that comment first before watching the episode last week, and I thought we had to do something with with the show. And I kept watching, going, "I think going to talk about like anonymous posting." <laughs> <laughs> um, that yeah. So our topic du jour, du week. What is a uh, what is week in 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 uh, French? I do not know. Uh, well, it's uh, semana I give up. In, um, in Spanish, so yeah. probably something similar with twice as many letters, but half as much pronounced. And in a little, you know, a little yeah, French is like you, so your your word is six letters long. Well, in French, it's eighteen letters long, and you only pronounce the first four of them. <laughs> French. What are you doing with all those letters, French? <laughs> Who gave you all, like? Do you have any idea what it cost? To, to do <laughs> printing back in like ancient times, and you're gonna you're gonna fucking come at me with all those letters. You know somebody working like the printing press was like, we don't need the e, the a, the u, or the x. You bastard. <laughs> working this part. The, working the this part of the show has been brought to you by the letter a. <laughs> Anyway. No, by the by the letters U S and A. So I, I am having problems at my store with what to do with the amount of bulk that I buy by weight that comes into my store. It's approaching the too much of a good thing scenario. In that I have hundreds. Let's hope not a thousand. Let's hope it hasn't hit four figures in weight. But I, I have hundreds of pounds of just thirty pound in thirty pound or thirty to forty pound bins of this got bought by weight. The money's gone. I have this bin. We haven't touched this bin in months because there's thirty other bins just like it. What do I do with all this? I'm having a lot of concerns and issues with how to process it because we can only go through it so fast with the manpower we have it's not just manpower that's the issue 
it's uh, skilled manpower, like the knowledge of how to go through a bulk bin. What's, what, what does it contain? Why is this important and that's not important? And what's the best way to process it that is cost effective and a job that can be put on most anybody who, who works at the store? Yeah, it's so, got to be a time suck, right? Like, it's a time it suck is. for me. Now, I know there are stores that will they'll buy bulk lots. They'll completely sort them. They'll list all the pieces. I know several mm. of these stores. And for a long time, I've always been like, no, that's crazy. Don't do that. Like, you need to sell certain things that you learn are good things to sell because either they're expensive or they sell quickly or they uh, get very large lots very quickly. Or, you know, this is a color that's not made anymore or something like that. There's different different ways you can go about it. But I've always been an advocate for don't sort the whole thing, list the whole thing. That's crazy. But I would still love to do that if I had the manpower and the, the knowledgeable team that could take that challenge on. Without a doubt, I would completely sort and list all the bulk lots we have through a process of like distillation of each bulk lot. You go through it, you sort it into uh, 20 different categories that are rough categories. And then when any one of those categories reaches a certain volume, you sort that down, take that out, take that bucket. like if You fill a paint bucket, like a <laughs> Home Depot bucket full of one rough category then you sort that down a little bit further meanwhile that bucket is filling up again you have another team a special teams if you will works on that thing they break that down into more categories and eventually things get broken down far enough where you can have single lots and you can upload them and if you do it at a big enough scale quickly enough you can wind up with sizable lots of any given skew by the time you actually upload it because you don't want to put one part in a drawer. Like, that just sucks, especially if you have drawers and you're not working out of bags or something like that. You don't want to put one part in there. Um, We talked about a few weeks ago about having a minimum dollar value per lot if you're going to do a part out. All of those rules go out the window when it comes mm-hmm. to used parts because you have absolutely no idea what's going to be in there. I've even told Spiros, rest in peace, that uh, <laughs> he, he should only pull out certain things and he should... Uh, detox. <laughs> rest in peace. He should pull out certain things and he should list, list those things and then he should attempt to, if successful, sell off the rest getting him some liquid again to to buy another bulk lot and keep that process going. And that's kind of what I do. I pull out a good amount of stuff, but in the end, I sell off a portion of every bulk lot that has everything that I've wanted removed, removed from it. I sell that off by weight, which fortunately is a higher rate than I paid for uh, the bulk by weight before it was even touched. Now, it kind of kind of goes up and it fluctuates in the fact that there are, you know, broken things and non-Lego stuff in the bulk lot to begin with. Plus all the labor 
time in in getting it to that state where I'm ready to go. I don't want this bulk enough to turn down this weight rate that I'm selling it at. Um, what I'm trying to figure out is a, on an average bulk lot about what percentage of it by weight is this kind of thing, that kind of thing. What percentage is the amount that at the at present time I am selling off by weight in order to keep buying bulk lots? What what am I giving away? What would it be worth to sort it more? These are all questions that I don't have answers to, and I wish I did. And I wish I had a team that was um, dedicated enough and, and big enough to handle completely going through these bulk lots and kind of using every part of the animal. Mm. That's funny. I'm done the, talking. <laughs> the the, uh, the the process you said with the uh, the, the buckets is the the process I do as well. Like I've got a, a few like big candy candy buckets that I've uh, collected from so somewhere and, and I wait until you I, all the candy I did, out of them. Let's be honest. No, I didn't, I didn't eat it. No, no, no. It's, so what is it? It's sweet stripes. Uh, that, that's, that, that, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I wait until it gets full, you know, like do the, the major categories and then you part, you know, I, then I wash it and then I part it out even farther, you know, um, into its individual pieces, but I only do like a few major categories. Uh, I don't, I don't go any deeper in that. And then I've got like a big, big, not as big as you, but I've got a big, big bucket of, uh, of bulk stuff that I'm probably not going to do anything with. Are you trying to plan to sell that off by weight? I've, I've done a couple of vendor events and I do like the fill a cup kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And that, it gets rid of a little bit. It doesn't get rid of a lot. And then, you know, I want to do eBay, but then like I look at like yeah the shipping costs for for that, and I'm like, huh, that's not even worth it. I'll tell it. you, so. if you're pulling out anywhere near as much as I'm pulling out, what's left is not very attractive on eBay. I right. uh, regrettably, right. I have had like a fifty-fifty rate of people going, <laughs> literally going. I can't build anything out of this. <laughs> like, you, you dumb fuck, don't you understand? Um, yeah, that's why I think it's it. between people going like, but, but, th but this, this is what I expected. I didn't know what to expect, but this is not what I expected. That is a quote that you should know. Uh, and the other half, I know I don't hear back from, so I assume it was, it was all good. But I'm at the point where I don't know if I want to continue trying to sell buy the pound on eBay if if my rate of happy customers is, is that low because they aren't getting exactly what they thought it was going to be in their head, even though it is a giant picture of a bulk lot that is, in fact, all stuff that I've already pulled everything out of. So the picture isn't a lie. It's just, you know, it's a big picture. You can't really see individual pieces in it, but people all get an idea of what they expect out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get my bulk lots on on eBay as well, and I I scour the the images right. Like I want to want to make sure I'm getting what what I it has you know the the major categories that I'm looking for, and not a lot of uh, can I spot any uh, you know mega blocks in there, or can I uh, you know is is there is it look clean that kind of stuff is what I'm looking for. So like. Um, there's one seller that I like to go to that that does a really good job of you know taking pictures of everything 
um, before they or before they sell it. Do you buy it from shipping uh, Shop Goodwill? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's in the it's in Oregon, one of the Oregon ones, Goodwill shops. Well, they have their own website, you know, right? No, I didn't know that. No. Yeah, they Goodwill had this. This is uh, the on again, off again, deep dark secret of Bricklink YouTubers. This is going back many years. Um, whether the you should talk about this out loud or don't fucking tell anybody about that. What are you doing? Yeah. You know what, what's funny is I think uh, I remember one one YouTube episode of something I don't remember. Maybe it was uh, Big B Bricks or something was talking about the secret secret site. And I'm like, what the hell is the secret site? This is probably it, right? <laughs> this is one of them. It's either Amazon warehouse deals or Shop Goodwill. Yeah, this the golden site. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, that was it. The golden site. Ridiculous. So I'm I'm here to tell you that Shop Goodwill is an on again, off again good source for for Lego, because sometimes it gets too busy and the it's it's an auction site run by Goodwill that any Goodwill branch can put listings up on there, and then it and it's an auction, and then they have to ship it out. The shipping rates are really high. So you have to factor in the shipping into whatever your bid is going to be. But it is eBay just for Goodwill. And that's why it's not worth going into actual Goodwills anymore because they put all their shit that's worth more than a dime on their own website. I I wouldn't expect you to find anything decent at a physical Goodwill anymore because they have their own auction site. Yeah, I'll, I'll be right back. I'm, I'm shopping. Right <laughs> Shopgoodwill.com, man. <laughs> I, I got to grab all this stuff before Friday. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You you, <laughs> you have three days. Um, I, I don't um, I don't I don't buy bulk online anymore because enough of it oh, walks. You, in why my, would you? More than enough of it walks into my store, yeah. and I'm paying lower rates in my store than I've ever paid ever for getting it online i i told chris before before the show started i think he he has a um an avenue to like sell buy the bulk at the prices that he's getting and then sell it to us bricklink sellers at a at a higher price without pulling it out right like not going through it i think he like he if he gets to that point where it's too good to be true like you were saying like there you go i'll i'll buy some i'll buy some pounds I yeah I I have multiple avenues where if I didn't touch it at all I could buy this bulk and then sell the bulk. I've done it um to some of the some of the employees in my store that 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 collect and they buy bulk lots. Like I will if they're really interested in a bulk lot, I'll be like, "All right, when a one-time deal like I'll double the price or something like that." And and be like, here now you, you can buy yeah. this bin. I don't even. I won't even look in it. That's yours now. That's your problem to deal with. <laughs> I don't. I don't like doing that. Like I don't like turning away any bulk that I can buy right. at at low rates. But how do I? How do I find that balance of how much time and labor and skilled force do I need to put into this bulk lot versus should I just flip it? Have you, have you uh, lowered your rate that you buy it at? I have. Yeah. I mean, even more. Um, 
I wouldn't say even more. Mm. I don't think I really could go much lower. And still expect to. That's the thing is if if you're bringing in too much product and not selling enough, you just lower the rate at which you're willing to right. buy the product. And then even if you still take in as much product, you won't feel as bad about it. Or on the other hand, you might not get as many takers for for that rate. And not everything that walks in the door uh, will go to we'll you. Some of it will walk back out the door, which we started to get that kind of thing where it's like, that's not enough money. And damn it, did I not watch the whole first season of Pawn Stars on Netflix? <laughs> and it's it, if it, the show's been on for ten years, I don't know how there are people in the world who don't understand the concept of I'm I'm not the collector, I'm not the end consumer. I'm buying it from you to sell in the shop that you're standing in right now. So I'm sure you both have seen. I gotta Pawn keep stars. the lights on somehow. You've seen five minutes of Pawn Stars, so you know. No, that's really like, enough too. The expert comes in and goes, it, "You could at auction, you could get eight thousand dollars for this. All right, how much do you want for it? Eight thousand dollars sounds great. <laughs> Not how this works. Right. It's uh, <laughs> it's the same for every one of those shows. You get you get that. You get. Comic book men, any of those, Toy Hunter was the same. Any of those things is always just like that, and it's and that is how much do you want for it? Cool, I can give you. I'll, I'll start at half of what you of what you came in saying you wanted. So now I think it, it becomes a game uh, for people who now do know that, and it changes things so that they they now overstate how much they're actually looking for, and then ultimately hoping to get to somewhere kind of in the middle. And I think that like. The problem that you have is 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 one like th- that really only get to when you have when you are the size that you are and hit the volume hit the volume that you that you hit like I'm sure there's some people that would love to get to get that much kind of bulk coming in and out but really it is one of those that like you said it's all an economies of scale type thing where it's it's it ends up being sure you can get things cheap and that tied with the FOMO of man I don't want to let this go because I've just like whenever you go to a flea market, you say you try to never leave any Lego left behind. No Lego left behind kind of a thing. Like, well, that, that was that was my motto after like three weeks of going to this flea market that had <laughs> yeah, very little anymore. Lego at it. I'm actually going tomorrow morning because <laughs> Vicky doesn't have school tomorrow. So uh, it's a Wednesday flea market. So we're going to go tomorrow morning, even though I don't want to spend any money there. <laughs> we're going to go and walk around. Yeah, I it's, don't. It's, it's one of those like leaving out. Lego behind when there was two guys with a glimpse of Lego at this flea market, and in the end, I'll spend twenty bucks. Yeah, it's 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 one of those. It it starts out great, and it's a, it's it's a great mindset at first, and then when you realize when when things change, you have to you have to readjust, and it's hard to make that change. The whole change management of it is always the most difficult part. But like you said, um, lowering the price that you're willing to buy things. Um, is is a is a it's a good way to do it. Like uh, honestly, that that's a smart way to kind of reduce the amount that comes in, and sure you have to let some things go, but otherwise you're creating more of a problem. And then you uh, that that's that is also the the amount of stress that comes from that, and the amount of work that then has to be put into reducing the amount of actual just bend Lego that you have is is uh, is not necessarily worth it. That takes up too much of your own time, like you said. And sure, if you had if you had a more knowledgeable staff, that's one thing. But 
you can't you can't you can't really work towards something that is not actually a reality like yeah like if if you had if carter was still there or something like that then then sure you have someone who's as knowledgeable as you are about, about these things and you can actually smash he can smash through the whole bin or whatever or you can just say here you go take two days here I'll go through as many bins as you can and go and then just, and then just have him do that if you can't do that you can't do that like it's it's not a sustainable model anymore and you do have to make adjustments which is fine um and and it seems like what you're doing is actually a smart way to do it. Uh, certainly, to to pick through all the, the pick through all the good stuff, sell it, and then and then the rest of it can can go in in bulk somewhere. You leave it in your bulk bin in the store for when kids come in and let them scoop up a a whatever. Or you have so some every, sort of- everything sits out in the filler cup bin until several times a year. I have somebody who comes up and buys everything I have that's ready for him by weight. And my next one is uh, on the fifteenth. It's coming up. I have um, a hundred and thirty pounds right now that are completely ready to go. I've been through it. There's nothing left I want out of there. But I've got, dare I say, a thousand pounds of bulk that hasn't been looked at yet. And it's, it, I mean, I guess it would be different if like this was the last time he was going to pick up from me. And it's like, well. You know, I'm not going to get to get rid of most of this. I'm going to be stuck with it kind of thing. But if he's going to keep buying stuff. So it's and- nice to have that kind of uh, to, to that kind of fallback that uh, that safety net that you have there is is great. And very few people, I would imagine, have that regular like, oh, whatever yeah, you got, I'll it's, take. It's just a shame to. It's a shame to like have a thousand pounds not touched yet, and only a hundred and thirty pounds ready to to sell right so but like in all honesty like it's it's one of those that if it's literally just going to take up space and sit and and cause this much of 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 stress and and whatever you can even bulk out 250 pounds and just say yeah i didn't look through it but here you go and then he might be like oh this is great this is great stuff better than i normally get and you'll still have 750 pounds to go through that you'll still have to kind of get through. So it's, it's one of those. That's, like, hard. that's hard for me to do. Understood. And, and, I, and I completely understand. And I there, it would be for me other, too. There's consequences to not going through the bulk. Like A, so the, 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 the entirety of the Build-A-Figure in my store is from minifig parts that are pulled out of bulk lots. So you figure... You know, the bins are at a certain level, uh, the build minifig bins are at a certain level. And then uh, that level is always going down from people buying Build-A-Figures. And if there's a period of time in which we're not going through bulk bins and adding more to those those, uh, Build-A-Minifigure bins, then there's going to be a lapse in addition to those bins. Like from this month to this month, because we sold off a bunch, uh, it's it's gonna hit a lower level and just not recover from that. So uh, it's a loss of opportunity in stuff off. Yeah, ab- absolutely. You're 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 100 correct there. But then it, the, the the question is not whether or not you'll miss out because the answer is always going to be yes. Um, but you lo- you have to look at it. This, these are these are things that like when you get to different sizes of, of organizations. When you get to an organization that deals in things that are, let's say millions of dollars a day, a hundred thousand dollars doesn't mean shit anymore. But for, for someone that, 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 that we call, company, we have a term from that and it's big dick swinging. 
exactly. It's it's that, it's that big dick energy. Um, it's uh, but it's it's one of those that eventually you get you get large enough, and and then it's not worth it to to deal. It, you you can't sweat the small stuff because that takes too much. You can't sweat the small stuff, so to speak, um, because it's just not worth it. It takes up too much. It, it costs you more to deal with the little things than it does to just deal with the big picture stuff. So and you're it, saying I should continue thing. to sell off the stuff that I currently deem as not worth sorting and listing. This is turning into an intervention, isn't it, Paul? No, no this, <laughs> I, I, I need it. I can. I, I need can the intervention. An, I can crack an egg of business knowledge on you. So I, I remember, I got, I got two masters in business, so I know this stuff. Paul went to school <laughs> for 35 years. <laughs> but it, it is like there, there. You will, of course. There, that's the that's the opportunity cost, if you want to call it that. Of like you're gonna, you're gonna miss out on the opportunity to look through these things, and you're 100 percent right. You could be giving away something that is going to. That, that that can net you a, a ton of money, uh, relatively. Mr. Gold, of course. Mr. Gold exactly, might have Mr. Gold in there somewhere that that I would have bought from you or something like that that you just gave to that guy. Oh man, you find a Mr. Gold in the bulk lot, you know it's going to be scratched to hell. It's it must, I don't. You'll, you also know that thing is going to be a knockoff. <laughs> well, I did. I I did get one knockoff Mr. Gold in in, in history, but how damaged does a Mr. Gold have to get in a bulk bin before? Someone's like, nah, no thanks. I'll wait for a better one. <laughs> one Nick, probably. <laughs> it's but, like, but yeah, oh, so you need one. How damaged does Mister Gold have to get before you're like, I still don't need that one. Well, if it still looks gold, <laughs> I probably still get it. As long as it looked gold and was a majority gold, I don't know what it looks like when it's scratched up, like to the point where, like, is it no longer gold, or does it just look like it's gold but has scratches? I'm fine with some cover some, it up with a gold battle gold damage. Derby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so yes, you, you will eventually you get large enough where you can't sweat that small stuff. It's it's the, the FOMO of it all is something that you're gonna have to you're gonna have to get over. Really, is for lack of a better term, and to to kind of do some Hashtag get over it. <laughs> it it's it's it just so the tough love it is tough love of it all is that you just kind of if 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 again you have close to a thousand pounds of bulk that. It's like, and and you're, and it's it's causing you enough of an issue that you can't get through it. And if and it's if it's one of those things that, well, let's just say, if it was his last time in the store to to do this, would you just would you give X amount of pounds unsorted and then just say, take these out? Would, would you do that, or would you no, hold on to? It? I I could find other people at the same rate. Sure. Uh, so so then so then it, it, so you you got sort of a guarantee that you know that people are going to be coming. However, if it, if it were, you have to look at it again, if you scale it up and you had 5,000 pounds of unsorted Lego and you needed the space and you couldn't get through it, would you eventually come to the point where you would just say, I got to get rid of it. It is more valuable to me to have the space and to not have to deal with this so that I could get through your full, your fulfilled by clutch stuff coming from Australia. Say, say he's going to give you 400 pounds of stuff that you that you now have to because you are obliged by contract to go through his stuff and take up that space in your store in your warehouse that's something that you now are obliged to do and if these what's the difference between obliged and obligated uh obliged is actually the quote-unquote more correct way of using the term they both mean the same thing obligated is one that has come up checking later and 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 it's it's like the the opposite or, or the 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 partner term to a mentor is not a mentee. It's actually a protege, 
but mentee has been used so frequently um, over the years that it is now very, it's part of common parlance as well. Oh, so. English. <laughs> yeah, I also wield the grammar hammer very proudly. Um, Oxford yeah, so, comma or not Oxford comma? I use Oxford, 100%. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only yeah. savages list things that crazily. <laughs> exactly. But, but again, you, you, have to, you have to look at it in terms of scale and, and whether or not, if you were to scale it up. And granted, if you haven't gotten there yet, you don't have to make the decision yet. But you want to look at it in those terms where it's more, more factors, though. Like, yes, I agree. You, you have to scale it up, and it's, it's like how many pounds do you have to have before you go – I'm not, this isn't going to happen. I need to, I need to sell some, if not all, and kind of start fresh again. Um, there's more factors. The other factor is how many pounds you have to get before you take more drastic um, uh, labor changes, like hire more people, maybe pay a higher rate for more skilled people to go through it. Yep. Like what, what is the tipping point? For you to make big decisions like that, yeah, you're 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 100 correct there. So those are those are all questions that should come up before the. It's it's not only do I give it away or do I unsort it and sell or do I sort it and sell. There there are, there are more factors that go into it, of course. And you are, and and the, you should get to those decisions before you make this decision, certainly, because. If you're really going to do it correctly, you do want to you want to factor that in. How easy is it to find someone who is skilled at what you're looking for, and someone who is willing to come in? And if they are skilled and are that knowledgeable about it, are they going to want to just work for, I don't know, eight fifty an hour or whatever it is that you're paying them an hour to to kind of go through this, even though they will will know that it's it's mindless work and it's easy work for them to do because they do know this stuff as well. But is if they're that knowledgeable about Lego? Is their is their time more valuable to them than what you'd be willing to pay them to do? So it's 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 also the availability of that stuff. So all of those are definitely factors when it comes to something like this, um, and those should be considered before you get to the the ultimate decision of do I just unsort, sell it, and sell it in bulk? Like the, the, it should certainly come up before that. Um, the other thing I'm battling with right now is that um, to alleviate the the uh, the overall costs of this, I have been searching for anyone in, in my lug or locally who, and this is not the businessman I, I am by any stretch of the imagination, I'm looking for people who would be willing to help sort for pay in Lego. Huh. Let, me be, let me be clear. That's not me. I am not that guy. I don't like that guy who's like, I'll pay you in Lego. Keep working. Crack. <laughs> <laughs> That's not me. I would much rather pay you in money, which you can buy Lego with if you want, or not. I have uh, very open. Of gold. <laughs> yeah, I have very <laughs> open terms about trade-ins, like it's cash or store credit, and they are the same value. It's not like you get more store credit than cash. It's the same value. And if you want to take cash, that's fine. I won't gripe about that because in the end, most people who you see Pawn Stars, how many times do they want trade credit? Very rarely. (laughs) Most people who are trying to get rid of Lego don't want more Lego. Right. So I I don't want to buy it at that price. Come on. What are you, crazy? (laughs) There's probably a certain population, part of the population that would actually that, that would do that, but it's going to be very small. But it is also I'm looking. Of- I'm looking to see if I can find anyone who's 
who's worthwhile doing it and will work for Lego. Now, the issues with that are, one, what's a fair compensation? So I figured it has to be a percentage by weight of the weight they went through in that sorting session. So it's not an hourly. It's like you went through 10 pounds. This is whatever that percent comes to. I don't know. I have no idea what would be fair. You get that percent of the 10 pounds you went through. You don't get a an hourly weight that builds up over time because everyone works at different speed. The other problem is that's this is why it's just so much easier paying them with money. <laughs> the other problem is if I pay them in Lego, obviously they're gonna want to build up their cup or bucket or bag or whatever. They're gonna want to build up their payment stash in Lego that they got during the sorting process. So everything yep. they pick is going to come to their bag during them looking at the untouched and you know, unpicked through bulk. Correct. Yeah. So, so how how much quote unquote good stuff do they have to take in payment before it's not worth them getting to take the good stuff before the, the bulk lot isn't worth it anymore. Like if they, exclusively take minifigure parts out of that bulk lot and they go through a 30 pound bin and by percentage it works out that every minifig part in there went into their bag and that's that there's the payment is that bulk bin worth it anymore so here's the yeah yes so, so yes that is again a great question that you have to think about when you go through these things what you I'm not getting well, a lot of answers out of you guys i'm just getting well, a lot of solution well, my solution not, is automation that's really what it is <laughs> robots I'm giving yeah. you all. Uh, I'm, I'm letting you have all the things so you can make a better decision. Because um, otherwise, if if I were a consultant that that would have come into your company and then, or no, let's say let's say my private equity firm that came in and bought your store, uh, I would immediately sell all the bulk out, and I wouldn't sort it. I would immediately sell all of it out, and then so that I can flip the. I can then sell your store for the name and for its presence in the community to someone else and get more money that way. That's that's a hundred percent what I would do. So that's the way to do it when you are purely thinking business and it's all about just the dollar. Now that's never like that's that's awful for everybody else involved. It's only good for that private equity firm that is coming in and doing that. And when when literally what they do, they trade in stores and names. So um, that that that's that is probably the most uh, the fastest but the most ruthless way to do it. Now, if you want to actually go and still sustain your store and still sustain your, your relationships that you have with your lug and all that kind of stuff, the best way to get somebody in who's going to come in and, and kind of t- t- to sort through and, and do it for Lego is unfortunately that you have to, you, you, will, you will be the one that is like, well, they're probably going to take all the good stuff. You have to be willing to give up the good stuff in there and know that the amount of money that you spent on your bulk lots, you've, that's already a sunk cost. You've, you've, spent that probably let's just say two years ago when you have a hundred when you have a thousand pounds or, or do you say it's a hundred pounds of lego or a thousand pounds of bulk a thousand a thousand who knows, so man, who knows? Yeah, a thousand let's say you spent that money two years ago that's sunk cost like at this point it is just literally you spent that and it's taking up space and it's actually making you less efficient to have that in there in a bin so you have to think about it as the positive is I'm going to actually get these into my into my shelves so that I can so that I can actually sell them on the store, even though it's not going to be the best ones anymore because they're obviously going to take those pieces that are the best ones 
but at least I have that space out, and it's things that I'm ultimately going to be able to sell through the store online. So you in, in the end, like way. even if even if they sorted it, and for some reason I then sold all the stuff that they sorted by the weight that I can sell it for, resell it for, and didn't actually pull anything out except for what they filled their cup with. I mean, I'm still like, doubling my money on right. On you, you, you don't actually lose because you bought it at less than what you're selling it for. And that really is probably the, the best way to get them to be willing to do it is if you turn the blind eye to what it is that they have. And then you say, you have this 30 pounds right over here. You get whatever you said. So let, let's, let's just say just you get three I, pounds. I, I don't even want to throw out a percentage because I don't have any idea what fair is. So, so yeah. So, so these these numbers are purely out of my ass. Here's thirty pounds of Lego bulk that we need sorted. You can get three pounds of that when you're done sorting this, but you can get whatever you want that whatever you decide to pick out from this pile, and then that's it. And then so you you set you set the cap and the limit there. Uh, like you said, they're they're obviously gonna they're gonna sort through and find the three pounds of stuff that they want first. But the rest of it, they're, 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 it's, it's all will be eventually up on your shelves. And so that is where the benefit comes to you is that it's no longer in a, in, in a bin sitting there. Because currently, that's not making you any money either. Even though you end up losing, losing in quotes, the, the, the good stuff out of that, that, that bash that you gave them is currently sitting there making you zero money. And in fact, it's taking up more space uh, in your store that you can't do anything with because it's taking up space. Um, so you, you, even though I, you think the same way that I do, in fact, probably more so because you own your own store. Um, but it is like, it's, it sucks to, to lose out uh, again. That's, that's going to be in quotes. So to lose out on this is, oh, I hate to lose out on that. I could, I could have made that. And if you look into their bag or as you're, as you're, as you're weighing out their three pounds, if it's in a clear Ziploc and you see, oh crap, I, that one piece right there, two bucks for that piece or whatever it might be. If I paid them by the hour, it would be much less than what I'm giving up in, in, in these Lego prices here. You can't think that way. You got to think of the, the opportunity cost of this is taking up space. It's not making me any money. Now I finally have stuff. More I think the most valid show. argument against that is the, the lapse in um, refills to the build a minifig bar. It's like it, it, if they, in fact, take all the minifig parts, that there's going to be a gap where new stuff is not dumped into those those build minifig bins and sure. they they suffer for it like they how don't sell do it well because it's too low how low do you how, how low do you get for it to be low enough that it where, where you see it causing a negative impact like say 50 percent of of what's in there like when it gets to 50 percent, then then you notice that you're not selling as many minifigures in the, from the wall ish um well, it gets well. It's much more visible in the build a build a friend or build a mini doll, whatever you want to call it. So the the friends figures because they sell potentially better than the build a mini fig does. Okay, at the right. same rate. And you know when you run out of hair hair pieces in the build a friend, it's dead. Sure, like you're not going to sell any more figures out of there. So then, what so, you do the the way around that then is you do either hire you hire a dumbass kid or you just hire a temp or you literally do put someone on a project, pull out all the minifigure pieces here. Don't look for anything else. Don't, doesn't matter about any of the other pieces that maybe work money or specific colors or that haven't been in there. That's that's part for a different 
a different task for a different person down the line. You scoop out all the minifigure pieces that are in there because those are easy to find. Anybody can find legs, arms, or legs, torsos, head, and hair. That's easy to find. And then anything that they can hold, also easy enough to find. You don't even need all the accessories probably. But you can have someone just pull all those out. So then that way you wouldn't necessarily feel as bad when you have someone in from your lug. Go through these bins here. They're unsorted. Technically true, unsorted. Um, uh, and then, and and then, then just, and then they can get the good stuff from there. They just now, now you know there's no minifigure pieces. So you could yeah. certainly devote have one of your one of your dumbass employees or whatever. But your, your dumbass kid before he got fired would have been able to do that for for two days worth. So sixteen hours worth of labor. He could have pulled out at least I would say hundreds and hundreds of pieces of minifigure pieces. Like, You're overestimating. <laughs> let's hope none of chris's employees are watching this right now we are not saying that you're dumbass or no, dumb just that employee. kid just that yeah. kid before you left then it would have been paul c paul c the c stands for chicago <laughs> um the the other thing i was thinking about when you said have somebody go in through and just pull out all the minifig parts first is if i if 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 i'm having somebody sort from raw and I give them, so to speak. Just kidding. <laughs> it's, un- it's unneeded. It's always unneeded. It's never. It's never actually needed. You are correct. Um, if I have somebody sort the raw bulk, and I give them all the categories that I'm looking for them to pull out, and I make sure that the categories which most often feature "quote unquote" the good stuff are I- among those categories. They might be less likely to fill their cup with minifig parts and minifig parts only if one of the categories of here's the things I need you to pull out is minifig parts. True. Would they be more? If, I, if, I, if, you... if I'm like looking at this empty bin and I'm like, this one, I expect to have lots of plates in it. This one's bricks. This one's tiles. This one's minifig parts, etc. You know, they might be less likely to. To, to come back to me and all of them are full except for the minifig parts one is still empty for some reason. Yep, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. However, how how is will you then lose you because you were worried about like whether or not you're gonna be able to get someone who's gonna be willing to work for Lego from your lug. Which how willing would they be to do that if they know that they're not gonna get anything that they're looking for or anything good or whatever. Like right if they gotta sort out the stuff and then what what's left you can have kind of a thing. Like you Well I, I won't I I'm not gonna say to them like you can't have anything from these categories i'm just going to leave it at like these are the categories that are going to these bins it's up to them to figure out uh, if i want stuff from those bins that still counts yeah so then then it becomes then it comes down to the, the psychological aspect of always be how likely are they going to be how, how likely are they to be uh, to be getting to, to... bye paul well that was weird it was you dropped out, but I didn't have to, I didn't have to re-add you. Yeah, he, he dropped out of my hand, so it was weird. We probably all had no, one. It was you. It was you, Paul. Paul, oh, you're right down here. <laughs> oh. I had this one flip. That one. All down there. But yeah, so that's the that's the, it, it. All becomes a, a balancing act, and what what you're willing to to give up in order to get them to do it, if you want someone to to be there to to work for Lego. But here's here's an example. If I were to if I were to do that for for you. Not saying I would, but if I were to do that for you, I'd probably pick out all of the like bluish gray pieces because that that's what sells the quickest in my store. So that's that's the problem is like 
trying to think like what's what's the kind of AFOL that I would want doing this? If it's like if it's somebody who has their own store, I probably don't want them doing this. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but if it's we know what our, we know what the pieces are. It's like they have they have to know enough, but not too much. It's a very thin line of like yeah, you you're qualified want, for this job. You want like you, a, want, you want someone like Andrew or something like that, someone that 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 wants the pieces just purely as as stuff that they can build with. And so, right. so that, that's what you want. So they, they got a project coming up that they need. Oh, this is great. I'll be able to pick out all the stuff that I need. I know I need the this. Problem, problem with that, though, is a lot of those builders are building like space stuff, which takes like bluish gray. <laughs> so, like, they take all the good stuff. Oh, I, I, I don't care if they take a particular color. That's that's not how I operate. Um, so I might be fine with that if you, oh, you were get, to you get some like bluish gray. Get Chubby Boss in there because he'll he'll want all the mixels joints and stuff like that, so they can build more mechs and make them posable. Like it's it, it it's it's gonna be really hard to determine that before someone comes in to do it. So yeah. you're, either, you're either gonna have to make some, um, just kind of do some work beforehand to so that you don't feel like uh, you you yourself are missing out, or you said you do have to change that mindset. It's a thousand pounds of Lego that is not doing anything for you. Um, so you'll, you'll, if you, you wanted to kind of take the hatchet to it or be willing to take the hatchet to it or be willing to let go of something that might be worth something, um, or, or you just, it's going to sit there. It's, 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 will ultimately be down to those decisions there. Um, so I have, I have three people right now that are dedicated to this bulk. Two of them are in the initial stage and then one of them is in the secondary sorting. The two of them uh, will often actually work together because they they just happen to work at the same time. But they will chew through these untouched bulk bins and pull out a whole bunch of categories, which they then get all those categories that get dumped in these big hoppers. And when you know there's so much volume of them, that'll get sorted down a little bit further. Like we we wait until there's like a hundred plus pounds of just. Uh, Bricklink category bricks or plates or tiles. We'll wait till that adds up to a stupid amount. And then they uh, we will sort those down further. Um, and then the second person, so that they take out, I, I wish I knew an exact percentage. I want to say they take out uh, half, half of the, the bulk bin by weight will go into the initial categories that they pull out. The other half will then go to the, the secondary sorting person who pulls out a bunch, like several dozen small categories, pull them out. And um, I feel like I'm all alone here, Paul. <laughs> oh, you, you, you're still I'm alive still here. <laughs> you were frozen. As hell. Ralph froze and he dropped out. And then you were you were just staring off into nothingness. And I'm like, I, I don't want to be talking on my own only to realize that I dropped. <laughs> no, that you, 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 you indeed have not dropped. Um, but okay. you're talking about your, your sorting. They, you they, they, they sort the secondary batch into a bunch of other little categories. And then um, they will run what's left after that through the washing, the washer and the dryer. And then they'll go out to the fill a cup table and when the fill cup table gets full, I put that in another bin and weigh it and just slate it for when that guy buys it by weight. So that's like, I have three bins slated for pickup for that. Plus when he comes in, whatever's on the fill cup table will get dumped into another bin. So he, you know, cleans out 
what I've deemed as ready to go. Uh, but that system's fine. I just need to multiply it in order to get through this because you can only go through so fast. Um, but both of those, all three of those people are working for money, not for Lego. And I'm fine with it. Like, I believe that if I did this big enough that the money's not going to be an issue. Yep. Uh, just it's it's hard finding the right people for this job. Yeah. So so really the 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 way around that is to dumb it down even more, and so that so to the point where you don't need skilled labor to 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 get through the task that you need. And like I said, whether that is hire some hire a kid as a time. I did that when I thing. first started trying to tackle these bulk bins. I was using just you know the child labor. How many categories did you have them sorted into, though? Um, they were pulling out two categories out of out of the bulk bins. And what were they pulling? Bricks and plates. Okay, so that is yeah, probably that's probably easy enough. But you, I, certainly, I would think that you can have someone pull minifigure pieces easy, um, and it would be fast, yeah. and you can get that. And, and if, if if that's kind of your highest. Uh, margin is not quite the right word. The most bang for your buck are the minifigure pieces that you can then leave all of those in. You can fill up your build a minifigure and build a build a friend like table. And then if you have hundreds more, you throw them in a Ziploc bag behind the counter and then just fill it up as needed. Then great. If 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 someone can go through a thousand pounds worth of stuff and pull out all the minifigure pieces, then that part is all set. Then you can have the more skilled people come in, or let's say, all right, pull out all the all the clear studs, because then I can work. Uh, I'll work the, out a the deal with. Is with when, uh, when does the hourly rate become uh, worthwhile for that sort of like I? Yep. I did not find the hourly hourly rate that I pay to be worth what I was getting out of the people who are pulling out bricks and plates, and that's it. Sure, if they're pulling out those two things. I I felt like I was paying them too much. Like I wasn't getting yep. enough out of it. I can, that, I can, I can 100% co- co- co-sign that because, it's, I mean, how much do those go for? But if you look at, again, the, the higher I mean, margin used, pieces. Used like, plates are $35 a pound and used bricks are $25 a pound sorted and listed on BrickLink. Sure. That's, now, that's a fact. Now, now take that. Again, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use your minifigure wall again just a, a, as an example. Um, let's say you, you – uh, let's just go with what Lego does for their. It's three minifigures that you can build, ten bucks, right, or fifteen bucks, like for a three-figure pack. So it's then, ten dollars. So then you imagine someone pulls enough pieces to make, I don't know, a thousand minifigures, and it takes him, I don't know, uh, four hours to do. Let's just say at at the very most, it takes him four hours to do, and you're paying him ten bucks an hour, forty bucks, right? And so that is literally. 60 or that's 12 minifigures that you sold for the same amount of money yet he he made he pulled out enough money to make to build how many more minifigures so that seems to be the quickest bang for your buck as far as that goes as far as making it that's where one where you can look at the hourly rate that you're paying someone is almost a very easy comparison because those are again really easy things to pull um because those are all the same and then and then you have very easy kind of um, way to kind of judge whether or not this is something that's good. So three three completed minifigures with accessories, ten dollars is kind of again just using the Lego store as as the the template there. So you could you could do a real quick one there. So as far as 
unskilled labor, as long as he's pulling more figures out of that bulk, then then it would be to to sell to make the, the equivalent amount of money to to that than what you're paying him. It's worth it there. And again, that can be just his assignment. Once he's gone through all thousand pounds of your stuff and there's no more minifigure pieces left, even though you're gonna get more later, of course. But he does all that. Hey, thanks, man. You're done. Or you can you can then have him go into your other your other categories there, and then you kind of have to amortize how much you paid him for all the minifigure stuff, and then how much you're overpaying him now to sort your bricks and plates. Like, Hold on, what, 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 that what was that verb you just used? Amortize to to spread it out. Can you uh, can you spell that? A m o r t i z e. It's basically to spread it out. Um, but it is but usually my word of day calendar. <laughs> might be in there. I don't know if it is. It might be too advanced for my calendar. See, your calendar's got to be spread out, though. Yeah, it's got to be amortized. <laughs> but yes, so it is. That that's the way that you kind of have to go through it, and you you can't look at it small. You can't look at it focused. You got to look at it grander than that. Um, and you, even though it is one person like that, that would be that would be the easiest the, the easiest way that I would do it. Uh, to to kind of make it so that when you do hire people for the other stuff, a it's easier for them. There's fewer pe- fewer pieces for them to have to go through to get to your bricks and your plates. But also, um, you you've basically you've more than made your money from paying that person to sort that portion of the bulk out. Like it's it's one of those that again you can make a lot of money. Um, in 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 pounds of bricks or pounds of plates sorted and cleaned and and everything like that, um, you can make faster money um, with those minifigures there, and you don't have to you don't have to wait until it gets to a certain to a, to a pound in order for it to be worth it to 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 bag up and then put up on eBay on Bricklink or whatever. These are things that you can sell much faster, and kids come in and want to build three minifigures or whatever, um, and, 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 and you you that turns liquid much faster. Um, than having to wait until you hit a certain amount, a certain threshold before you start to then go to the next phase of bulking them, out, bulking them out into one pound bags or whatever it is that you're doing. I will tell you that the the one pound brick and plate lots by color have been a failure on eBay. They have not. <laughs> they have not sold. I sold well, one pound of red bricks, and then somebody contacted me because they needed 15 pounds of green bricks and plates. And I came up with 11 pounds and, and made the sale, uh, wiping out any green that I had in bricks and plates. So those are all zeroed out, and I got to refill those from the freshly <laughs> pulled bricks and plates from the bulk. But that's it. That's all that is sold as far as those lots on eBay. So, yeah, so there you go. The, I that, tried. Now you're you're learning things that you would only have learned through the failure of it. Like it's 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 one of those that you got to take it as a learning experience. Now you know, and now you know that 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 isn't going to work. Minimum buy. eBay sucks, and <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. easy enough. <laughs> but yeah, so there's like there are certain things you won't know until you give it a shot, and that's one of those things that you give a shot, and the. The nicer way to spin it is you learn things that you would not have learned if not through the failure. Like you go, you learn things you can only learn through failure. If it fails, even from from an anime, I think even like it's one of those things that is just if you take it, if you spin it positively, now you know, and 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 that's a that's a thing that you can now work around, and now you know that that's not a viable at least for now that that's not a viable uh, avenue to to make to to make 
ready income off of or a ready profit off of that. Anything to add, Ralph? Yeah, I was going to say I, I can relate a little bit to uh, your, your plate of, you know, caught, pay, paying somebody to sort versus what you're going to get out of it. Because I, uh, at, at some point, I, I tried to hire my kids to do the sorting, if, <laughs> you know, $5 an hour. And of course, you know, the, the, they're the dumbass employees that, you know, <laughs> doing it very slowly. You know, they have like, you know, a small pile at the end of an hour. I'm like, why was that worth five dollars my time <laughs> so yeah I, I can totally see that and then i have my wife my wife does it who does it really good she can sort really really fast i don't know how oh, she you does have it. to say that yeah <laughs> but it also cost me like 150 dinner so yeah, it's... <laughs> steak dinner again man <laughs> i think in the end this is all a question of how do you accept a business that has grown beyond just yourself yeah. How do you how do you take on the fact that you're going to have to pay people to help you maintain and grow a business that is that is more demanding than you can All right. Uh, plus at a low margin rider. Yep. And like so it, it this is it, it is something that happens commonly when your business is successful and more successful it, more quickly successful than you had planned. And so you, you haven't really had a plan to scale up uh, or anything like that. Or I've, we're, we're friends with uh, some actually now very famous chefs in Chicago. Um, they had a place that, that got them Weird all the flex, but okay. Oh dude, I could do that. I, I, I'm very proud of this flex actually. Um, but yeah, so he's a James Beard nominated chef. What what voted uh, like best, uh, best chefs in Chicago a couple of years running now, all that kind of stuff. But they Does cut he have teeth. a Michelin star? Uh, no, he doesn't have a Michelin star. But they cut their teeth. Michelin, how did Detroit of you? <laughs> they cut their it's teeth. It's a French name. A Michelin star, fine. But again, Michelin they, star. They, they cut their teeth. How many letters are in you don't pronounce? Jesus. They cut their teeth <laughs> at a food court restaurant that they had. And the reason that they did so well is because everything was small. They had He had full control over everything. It allowed them to actually control their menu and then control the quality that went out and control the hours. But if you, when you get to that level, when you get to all that notoriety, he now has a place in downtown Chicago. He's got a place in the city, but he had to scale up in order to be able to a afford the place in the city to yeah. afford the rent there. And in order to, all, the demand is now so high that he needed to be able to provide for more people to come in. He can no longer just do, he can't sustain it all on just small, uh, small dinner tastings and things like that which means you have to hire more staff in your store or in the restaurant to serve more staff in the kitchen to actually cook. And then in addition to all that, you no longer, you lose all that control that he would have had when it was just him cooking everything all the time. But when you get that big, it then becomes, where does your, where does, where is your labor more effectively used? Is it, is it, is it used on the everyday cooking or is it used on the training someone that they can cook the way that you expect them to cook and on the quality control only then. So if, if he doesn't have to cook anymore, but he now has people that he's hired that have to cook at his standard, then he can actually focus on creating new dishes or anything like that. So it you you then have to then you give up the you give up the control that you always had and the part and sometimes the part that you like the most in order to be able to grow if your goal is to grow. If 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 that is not your goal, if your goal is to if you want to 
if you like if say you love sorting lego and you love that that process of it all and that's what you would rather do then you may need to just scale back i know that's not that's not what you want but i'm just saying that 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 is that's kind of the other way that you have to look at it if if you if the goal is always to get bigger as big as you can get you then have to you have to be willing to relinquish that level of control so that you can then focus on the other stuff so it is it does then come down to hiring more staff so you can get more stuff sorted and put into your into your shelves or whatever it might be and then you just there are there purely as the management of it all and may you make the the bigger decisions if 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 you it's it's like going to to use the office or something like that as as an example it's like do you go for do you want do you like the sales of it where you want to keep doing all the sales and bringing in the money or do you go to the management of it where you then manage a team of salespeople correctly so that they can make you money it's it's one of those it depends on where you want to go with it and that's how you have to make the decision when you get to that level um if you're willing to give up and relinquish that kind of control of of the daily operations you can then focus on the grander stuff um that that is there to more more efficiently run your business as a whole well as much as i long for the time when it was it was just me in an apartment with like no deadlines and no uh obliges did i say that right <laughs> no obligations no deadlines no okay spread that word out. For, except for myself um i long i long for those days but i i am past the point of no return i am past the point where i could scale back like at this point as people who depend on me there are contracts that that need to be fulfilled so the like and the store is all i have really like i don't have a job outside of managing this business so like yes nothing is is uh nothing's out of the realm of possibility i could i could fire everybody close the store move out of this warehouse stop paying rent there and get a job or figure out something else to do from home and just you know that's done wash my hands of that Not, nothing is requiring me to do this forever but because people depend on me because they because I've hired people and I'm paying rent and I have other people's parts under my charge um, this this is what it is now mm-hmm. and I don't think no. there's a there's no there's no way to reverse this classic business owner yep nope. is that a good thing or a bad thing it, it's just it's, it's a thing it's a, it's a thing <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those that 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 is part and parcel of of being a business owner and then being a successful business owner that that's you you no longer are the only person that you're responsible for you become responsible for a, a litany of other things and your responsibility changes then from the 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 from the immediate the, the daily things to other people that are then like you said a reliance on you now and and the 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 success of your business and and the, and that kind of stuff it's uh like I, there's this the world is full of examples of that kind of stuff people that that uh started out as 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 someone is getting as someone is getting successful or they're 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 still hungry and need to, to to hit that threshold they oftentimes make fun of the people that are successful that then have to do all the have to make all these kind of artistic compromises in order to have a successful business and it's not until you get to that level that you realize 
you have to do that because you're no you're you're not just responsible to yourself anymore. Uh, famously, it was Anthony Bourdain. He ripped on Emeril Lagasse and and totally made fun of him because he's a shill for the Food Network. He's doing all the stuff that he used to be this great chef, and then now he's all about catchphrases and bam and all this stuff that we that, see that how that worked out for Bourdain. Well, but but it, he later then has he he flipped all of that and said as he got bigger he then understood it's not just about him and and doing these things anymore he's part he's basically part of an entire production company now and he has there's the, there's the people there's the cameramen there's the producers there's the, there's there's all these people hundreds of people that now rely on him to do to do things that are better for the show as opposed to great things that he wants to do so it is one of those that you just ultimately will get to that point. And and yes, ultimately, where did that land? Anthony Bourdain. That could, depending on who on who you talk to, or depending on the story that you hear at the time, it could have certainly led to where 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 he ended up being. Could have where he ended up going. I guess is is, is certainly a better way to say that. But like, so it is just one of those things that comes with with huge success comes that way. With with great success comes great responsibility. I guess. Oh, Spider Everybody thought they were watching a Lego podcast. This is yeah, turning yeah. into a business chef exactly. show. This is going to be the most viewed building up to it ever because of how much business is in that's here. That's free business. Go business, business, business. That's it right there. Yeah. <laughs> I should have Let's related back to Lego, Mr. Business. <laughs> that's right. Related back to Lego, we're going to blitz through this bracket. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we're already at uh, like an hour and 28 minutes. An hour and a half. <laughs> well, we definitely spent like 30 minutes on intros. Let's vote without looking. <laughs> 2019 wins. It, it, one one okay, last so. thing while you're pulling that up is like yeah. it's funny. It's funny hearing you talk about like the 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 uh, the things that you're you're struggling with as a business owner, and and I'm here sitting here thinking like how can I make enough money so I can quit my job? <laughs> you know, like how do I reach how do I reach my my salary that I'm making now? It's like yeah, I'd have to scale up a lot more. And how do well, I do that? Yeah, and do like, you, you want to do it? You be a YouTube star. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. As long as you're not making content for kids. Exactly. Um, Sorry, after bottom. I I. Uh... <laughs> I um, I mean, I I I still don't look at myself like I am uh successful enough to have quit a job, even though that's right. what I did. Right. I, I didn't do it in the right order, though. I didn't. <laughs> you get successful, and then you quit I, your job. Yeah. I quit my job, and then I got successful. I, I, um, I look at my numbers. There's no way to do that. How to get successful first. So the thing is, I never really had a job that was well paying enough where it was um, like an unforeseeable future where I do well enough in my, I hate this term, side hustle to uh, to be able to quit my job. I just said, let's make it happen. Let's. I, yeah. This is the thing I want to do. Let's make it make it do. So I quit and then I did this and uh, it was not, it was not instantaneous. Yeah. Right. Took work. It took, uh, it took putting myself at the lowest point in my life right next to bullseye at target. (laughs) (laughs) Being, being as low, as low as humanly possible 
before oh, I made it work. All pros again. I love it. Maybe. He might just be reading a text very, very thoughtfully. <laughs> Although that is the exact position he was in last time he froze. Now he's gone. <laughs> he's dead yep. now. He's dead. He's dead uh. now. But the bracket's his favorite part. So I I don't know what price you have to overcome in order to... It's yeah, a lot. Well, I mean, yeah. I, if you just had to go to Sydney on a whim, then I guess it's probably a lot. It wasn't a whim. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was six months planning for that. But yeah, I mean, our it's our company is based. Though, right? Yeah, our, our company is based out of Sydney. So oh, okay. I, I that, go there once a year at least. I guess. Yeah, but you you went to Vienna, Vienna right, right before that, yeah. which is yeah. not where your company is based. No, that's where we did the uh, the conference that we that we ran. But we do have offices in Amsterdam and Poland and is that all in Turkey? Prob- yeah, one in Turkey. You probably know the conference. So Kevin Kevin helped um he helped another Lego based company out that was putting on a display at this app conference in california a few months ago and it was when i heard the name of it it was so foreign to me (laughs) that i had i had to attempt to google it just to just to wrap my head around what it was and that i I really i'm intrigued by the idea that there are like these whole worlds out there that you have no familiarity with at all and you can listen to people who do know a lot about it, talk about it. And it's like, they're so confident in what they're talking about. And I'm like, I'm like a child knowledge wise to, <laughs> to this world. Yeah. It's like, it's like you put a grade schooler in like a calculus class. It's like, this is just this, it's a, it's a whole other world. So it was, uh, I wish I remember the name of it. It's, um, I feel like app is part of the name. It, it's a, it was a conference by a company or for a company that, that has a platform where you can make apps, but there was a lot of developers that went to it. These are all words that you probably understand. It's all, it describes Appian. my company. Appian. 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 Oh World. yeah. 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 Appian. Appian world. I think was the name of the, yeah, Appian and, is a company, but it's not my company. My company is Atlassian. I, I know it's not your company, but, yeah. but I, I, I'm sure you heard of them and you have. Me, I was like, I don't know what any of these fucking words are. I tried <laughs> Googling it and like, first of all, because I, I, the, the post I was looking at were on Instagram. We're stalling here for Paul to get back. If yeah, he does right. Get Come back. on, Paul. Where, um, he doesn't even know he's gone yet. I was, I was on Instagram and there was a post and he used the hashtags for the event. So I searched it up just trying to get some kind of what a millennial would do as far as baseline knowledge on this event. Oh, what's the hashtag going to pop up for me? And there was like the air force was there Mm -hmm. and there was all these people who looked like they just parked their yacht at the event. (laughs) I'm like, what am I seeing? There was like football involvement. Like like NFL involvement, I'm like I I, wow. I couldn't even guess what is happening here, and um, mm. and then I went to their website, and 
I got the idea. It had something to do with apps. It's also half of the letters in the name of the company, <laughs> our app. But the the descriptions were so beyond me of of like what they do. If you look at the about us, I'm like I I, yeah. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I don't know what these words are. It I'm was just, just wild to, to look to look in an, at to look at a, a world that you have absolutely no idea what what it is. But I guess we'll get started you know, here. They look like a a company that builds apps for you. I, I, yeah, that that was like the thirty second view of it. But so what right do they have like having their own convention then? Yeah, they all 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 the platform companies that like have developers that build on your platform they 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 do big developer conferences okay um yeah salesforce they they're the biggest they have like over 130,000 developers invade san francisco every year it's crazy i think it's coming up actually you don't want to be in san francisco during that that conference because all the the hotels jack the prices up by double so like yeah 250 dollar uh, hotel night is like now four to six hundred dollars. That's crazy. All right, then let's uh, let's get back into this. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to see if Paul jumps back in. I don't know if you can see the uh, I don't, lobby I don't at the bottom. That. Okay, so I'll just have to keep checking. Um, he hasn't messaged me or anything. He doesn't even know he's gone. So tonight we're looking at 2003 against 2019. We'll try to go through this as quickly as possible. I have a feeling Ralph is voting 2003, so I'm going to have to try to vote for 2019 <laughs> and see if we can we can uh, uh, draw this out. Uh, I, I couldn't tell if Gary was voting for 2003 or not. He was like, "No, I don't. I don't think he was." I couldn't tell. No, you don't think I'd, so? I'd have to look at like his psyche to try to figure out. I was lost, man. So I think he was. Uh, Saying the uh, the the snow speeder was hard to look at. That we'll get we'll look at. Okay, I mean I don't think it was that. Bad. That was all right. So doesn't got... This is uh, it's called designer set mech lab. It's an example of a creator from the time. Um, you could build a bunch of different cool robots. The early two thousands were actually not so bad as far as mecha building. It was pretty bad for everything else, but mecha building was. Not the worst. I mean, they weren't great, but they were trying. Uh, I think this is a nice-looking creator set here. Mm -hmm. uh, nine creations. Good God. I don't like the design of the box, though. And that yellow is hideous. You're not concerned with the uh, parts that are flying from the <laughs> void up here? You're more concerned with this yellow stripe over here. Well, this I, is the until you put uh, it Actually, I, I don't know if this is the instructions or the box front. I guess okay. it's the box front. I don't think the, the age would be on the instructions. You've already gone past that that barrier when you're building it. Yeah. I just think this is a decent looking helicopter for the creator. It does look good. Uh, Spider Man was still in there. This is just it's it's yelling that places in two game at me. That's what this is. That a I, trolley I guess it's or a tram that goes it back is, and forth? That's kind of yeah. cool. Uh, Roosevelt Island, I don't know if um, this is an actual thing that's in the New York area. Are those stickers for bricks? Uh, yes, they are. Oh, yeah. This is well before brick bricks were invented. Mm. Um, 
I, I just really hope that this isn't supposed to be a particular bridge. Like this, this better not be the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> like, come on, guys. They also use those giant one-piece roads there. Uh, Paul says he's back. So, there's Paul. That was actually very painless. The best Lego bricks. The best Lego bridges are from Brooklyn. You missed you missed the whole discussion <laughs> about developer conferences, Paul. About the what developer conferences? Exactly. Yeah. We're moving on. It uses those big one-piece <laughs> road sections that we'll see were pretty prevalent this year. This is a uh, World City continued. Um, damn, they got some fucking uh, RoboCop shit going on here. That's uh, what was his name? Crap! That one combiner wars vehicle thing. There's Rook. That's it, Rook. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, if I if I'm gonna tangent, I I watched Terminator yesterday for the first time. First time ever. So first time. I had never seen the first Terminator. First one, nice. Wow. It happens. It happens, man. I just realized that all the Rocky movies are on Netflix, and though I'm from Philadelphia, I've never seen any of the Rocky movies. So I'm gonna I'm gonna correct that. There you now go. That Netflix has brought it to me. I will correct it. What do you think of Terminator? Yeah. I I really liked it. Um, yep. It's not typically the type of movie that I would have been up for, but uh, I liked it. I I kind of definitely see how they made so many other spinoffs from it because they, it just introduces you to this world where you're like, I got to know more. Yeah, I got to know what else is going on here. And then you find out that too much is going on there. <laughs> yeah, from what I've heard. The first Terminator is the is the probably the better movie, but Terminator Two is is just really cool. <laughs> so so I I I realized that Terminator Two I think is more popular than the mm-hmm. first than the Terminator. But Terminator Way, Terminator is a much better movie though. Mm-hmm. I I don't know I don't I think I've seen parts of the second one. What I also realized is that a lot of the things you think of when you think of Terminator are from the second one, not the first one. At least cool. for me. Like I said, it's there cool. Was, <laughs> there was shit that I was expecting that didn't happen in the first one. I'm like, oh, no shit. That was in the second one, not the first one. Okay, moving on. <laughs> There's a world city. And, I mean, it's it's it, the town junior still still lurks. Not as bad, but it's lurking. If only these windows were green, you know? <laughs> What's this guy doing down here? What is this? Is he in a vehicle? <laughs> I assume he's in Rook right now. He's in, the, is he in there? The completely armored vehicle. Yeah, this is police brutality right here. They're taking the the amphibious armored car after this guy. Well, you know, he's a he's a baby he's a criminal. Murderer. Something something awful. Uh, Orient Expedition, the final wave of adventurers. So the last hurrah for Johnny Thunder before he became Indiana Jones, and then. A CMF. Uh, this is <laughs> Orient Expedition, which features this dope-ass dragon here with a custom tail piece and a custom chrome gold upper jaw. You stuck some jewels in for the eyes. Wild. This is a pretty cool looking set. I think Matt needs to build this for his Chinatown if he's still into Lego. <laughs> rest in peace, Matt. There's a lot of rest <laughs> in peace tonight. Uh, this shuttle, actually, I think I had this at the store in used condition. This is uh, 2003, I think. I don't know if it went beyond this year, but 2003 was a big year for Discovery Channel licensing. So they had a whole fleet of sets that were all... uh, They were all space-themed, but they all were 
co-branded and also sold at the Discovery Kids stores back when that was a thing. Actually has the NASA logo. And it's got a Hubble too. That's a pretty good Hubble. Telescope. I'm just thinking, are there other telescopes or is is it a is Hubble the uh, the generic term for telescope, or is that the only one we have up there? Uh, Hubble, Hubble's the Hubble's the big in the first one that we had to keep going up and servicing. The, the remember the mirror when they first launched it, the mirror was cracked, and they had to they had to go up and fix it. It was like a billion dollar telescope. That's true. Right. This is this is the telescope that you get all the pictures that you see. Yeah, it was cool. It had a uh, chrome gold dishes and chrome silver as well as yeah, good stuff. Uh, great there. <laughs> is this a? It's a Mario Kart track. No, what's that? Um, what's that RC car slot racing that everybody plays? Slot cars? No, the video game. Oh, with the RC cars, Rocket League. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love this, it. This, I play that all the time. The stadium is like totally Rocket League. I was gonna say those are thing. RC cars. I always cons- I, I never no, would have considered it an RC car like, game. Several part tiny race cars you can see how modular they are down here and then it's just a series of these big old chunky one-piece tracks you link together this is hot wheels to the t all they need is those little <laughs> white things you stick in between the track sections that stick them together and, and a loop. orange the tracks were orange the the connectors were white yeah no no, no yeah. absolutely and it's, i meant if the and these were orange oh, okay 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 I'm trying to trying to pull a fast one on me <laughs> um, zing. Technic, here's an example of what Technic looked like in 2003. Uh, pneumatics, still in effect. Not bad, actually, considering. I mean, this is actually something that is got a lot of frame. I just missing the glass from the, I just, from the windshield and stuff. Otherwise, I want to know good. more about these giant springs that are right through mm. the cab. Like, what are they? They're not shocks because they don't. Oop, I didn't do that. I jumped too. That was wild. Um, either way, this is Technic. Looks pretty good. We're in the lift arms phase, for sure. We kind of still are. Actually, I think we're more in the panel phase now. It was bricks, then it was lift arms, and now it's panels, where you're not going to see the vehicle built out of lift arms anymore. You're going to see it built out of these semi-one-use panels. Um, This one I wanted to pull up because it is part of the Legends series, which... There's a like a three year period here where they're like, what if we just put out old sets again? Exactly the same. That won't hurt anybody ever. What if we reissue uh Fans Toys Galvatron, but now he's slightly <laughs> different he's, purple. He's toy colors now. What <laughs> well, what this is the yeah. old school box so, even it looks so like. So I it is it is the original box as well. So I looked at this and I was like I didn't um, quite know that it was Legends by first glance because uh, this is the first Legends set I had seen in the 2003 set lineup. Nothing else jumped out at me first. So I was like, that's interesting that they'd put out a set that's totally like a throwback and that the part selection here is way older. And I'm like, oh, wait, it's a Legends set. My mistake. So this is originally from 78. And that's why it's like plates, bricks, and plates. <laughs> That's what it's made out of. 
It's, it's not one large like boat piece at the bottom. You got to respect think, that. Which could also speak to uh, our bulk lot conversation, and that if you get a lot that's from the '80s or '90s, it's the percentage of plates and bricks is going to be so much higher than now. So let's go back to your uh, display wall oh. of boxes. Would you, oh, yes, like, yes. if you saw this one versus the '78, would you? Display this one, or would you be like, no, I want the original 78 one? The only want, difference is the number up here and Understood. maybe yeah. some of the other uh, legal details. No one would um, know except for you and those guys who really are deep into this. No one would know. Uh, I don't think I would care which one it was. Like, it's it's cool. I would keep this box, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Box. I don't think one is better than the other. But this is the um, USS Constellation. Uh, it's cool. I like that. I, I, I think I had that dartboard that's behind me <laughs> when I was a kid. I thought you were gonna say I think I had that haircut. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. I I want to know what else is on the shelf back here. And that car that, is that might be like a car. I don't I know so. what that is down there. Some kind of Mazinger Z or something. Seventies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the train shed, which is a more popular. Lego train set. It's not a train. It's definitely a pretty big deal in the Lego train community. It actually has a couple of exclusive pieces to it too, which aren't exclusive because they're like a train shed piece. They're exclusive because they made it in that color and just happened to never make it ever again. That's the thing. Look it up. Uh, I like when this happens Ooh. when we're looking at two years, seemingly at random, and this like yeah. the same set yeah. is in both or is redone from one of the other. This it's is been happening good. too often. So this is, is another it? one of the Discovery Kids sets. This is the lander. These uh, octagonal uh, like Aquanauts windscreens in light bluish gray are only in this set, and I've had several of them come through my store. There, I think they're nineteen dollars each. Damn. Wow. Something like that. Don't quote me on any of that, but I've had like up to six at one time in my store from like these showing up in bulk lots. That's awesome. Uh, you know, white half pins. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. These are, I think they're stickered torsos, which is super weird, but. Wow. It's all about the budget of the particular set. And sometimes printing the torsos is out of, out of question because they put too much money in other stuff. Ah, hmm. uh, the original Cloud, Cloud City. City. <laughs> say the better Cloud City. We'll see. It has uh, either exclusive or very, very hard to find a brown plant uh, leaf. Uh, what am I saying? Say grass slash flower stems. There we go. Mm -hmm. In brown. They're, uh, I think, only in here. And it's also got, um, you know, you can't see them because everything's built on top, but the these are giant bricks down here that are a quarter of a circle. So mm. it's this, um, it's, I think it's a convex uh, quarter circle, but there's two or two or more of them in this set. And they're like 25 bucks each because they're in this set. And there's no other reason. They're not a great piece. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Cloud City. Uh, the right flyer. Pretty cool, actually. Yeah. What did the gears do? Do we know that? Um, Ask the guys in the background there. They're talking about it right oh, now. I'm got, going to say... It's got the propeller in the that's back, That's right? for the rudder. No. 
Or yeah, that's the the propeller. It looks like is attached. Maybe there's two, because they they both are linking to something in the middle, and then there looks like the propeller is spinning here. And I'm guessing that's another one back there. Um, so maybe not the rudder, but uh, but the propellers. The snow speeder, which Gary officially hates, it's Gary's least favorite set of all time. <laughs> what we found out, I guess. I guess. Uh, I don't think it looks too bad. No, I said we, on, we almost lined up where the other year we're looking at was the other snow speeder. Snow speeder. But it, was, <laughs> it was like one off or something. Yeah, it doesn't look too. So bad. We had the the Y wing and the Y wing last week, and we almost had the snow speeder and the snow speeder. But that's uh, I don't think it looks bad. It's got they're not pictured because I think they're on the bottom, but it's got it's got a really interesting case of these inverted wedge slopes a uh, left and a right the one side is expensive and the other side is not <laughs> and they appear in two sets this set and another ucs set and you get the left and the right both times so it's not like one is more common it may be a case of somebody buying out the market at some point and permanently changing the, okay. the pricing structure of that part, buying one half out, you know, vindictively. <laughs> Maybe you just needed whatever they were building. Just needed that one piece. I guess it's. I I tried to. I I assumed that it was because it appeared in in, in one half in one set and and both halves in another set, and that's that's why one was rarer than the other. But nope, they are equally available or at one point were equally available. So I'm not sure what happened, but there is a wedge slope that you would never think is rare because it's a very common piece just in that color. It's only in two UCS sets. Hmm. I'll let you do the rest of the research. <laughs> uh, Bionicle existed. This one's name is Taku Tanuva. Is that French? <laughs> It's that's French. Only I said all the letters, so I can't. Be <laughs> Actually, I think it's a it's a it's a um, Pacific Islander uh, language that was stolen and used for Bionicle. I believe you are. They correct. did a whole bunch of mosaics in 2003. Like very, um, what's that mosaic maker? Is it just called Mosaic Maker? What's the Mosaic Maker they have at the the Big Dick Swing in Lego stores nowadays? I think it probably is Mosaic Maker. It might be Mosaic Maker. Is but that where you go in, take a picture, and then it, it just and 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 there's a um there's like a leaf blower of of just plates that shoot out at you. There's no container for them. You just you hit the button, it takes a picture, and then while your eyes are still wide open, it just sprays you down with gray tone one by one plates right in the face <laughs> uh so they did a bunch johnny thunder was the most interesting i would say i, I got a vision of uh what's that movie uhf with uh with the guy <laughs> with Kramer. it's time to drink from the fire hose and maybe the fire <laughs> hose is all just plates <laughs> yeah i get a vision of i'm picturing <laughs> I, I'm mixing up two things at once. The one is like when you're at like a petting zoo and they have like the the, the gumball machine full oh. of feed and you just kind of turn the turn the knob and you get a handful of that. But then I'm also picturing 
I think I'm picturing, you know, when they do the blow-in insulation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a micro dirty job style blow-in insulation. Both are valid in this case. Mixing those two together. Uh, that's <laughs> it. That's all the sets from 2003. Any Anything you need to look at again? Uh, let me take a quick look. Too uh, bad. You looked at it all. Do we? Was the helicopter first? No, the uh, robot set was first. Oh, okay. Then I think I actually caught most of them. <laughs> Robots. Yeah, I think you only came in one or two after we started. I think you came in on Spider Man, yeah. I saw I was I was in the uh I was in the backstage area for the helicopter. <laughs> oh, backstage. Yeah. All right, so this is twenty nineteen. It's not done yet, but it's right now coming in about forty sets shy of twenty eighteen. We'll see if it overtakes it or not. I I could I could bring it out and, and plot <laughs> it <laughs> as I just coined that. Uh, plot it where I see does every year, in fact, exceed the previous year, and what circumstances is it not, et cetera, et cetera. But that's okay. If it comes in shy, that's fine. That's fine. They had a quarter where they did not make enough more money than the previous quarter, <laughs> and they were angry, and they laid off everyone. Killed Angels grew that day. I can't wait for Kevin to make the Killed Angels shirt so I can just buy one. <laughs> <laughs> for myself get it on the back of a leather jacket or something <laughs> so uh, we all know these sets Corner Garage the Mustang nice. the new Lunar Lander got it the Gingerbread House it's not like out yet I don't believe the Fat yeah. Boy this is definitely out That's is it out. already out? Yes. Yeah, VIP access I think only uh, okay so then just came out then got it the Fat Boy I you uh, know I can't I can't believe how big those wheels are. I saw, you know, I saw it at the store. I was, I was like, that's technical motorcycle wheels. I've yet yeah. to build it. <laughs> um, the uh, worst part out ever. Slash, go buy it from Europe because it's like really cheap, sealed from Europe. Yeah, that's. I, I I saw your video on that. I'm like, we don't have this one yet, so I'm like, nope, we're not going to buy that at the Lego store. That's for sure. Um, but I, I have not checked how much it costs to ship from, like, say Germany or whatever. Because um, it was on sale on Amazon. Well, for like find, a, find a store that does quotes uh, on BrickLink. Find a store that does the, uh, you can request a quote and then do it from a bunch of stores and only accept the one that's the best. Yeah, I'll check it out because it was, um, I think it's 106 on Amazon. So even Amazon is way cheaper than... than yeah, it was like, what, 80 bucks on BrickLink from yeah. Europe? But I don't know how much it costs to ship it. And it's all... Yeah, but I was, I think it's, you're still under. Is it less than 25 bucks to ship? Probably. Yeah, even at... I don't know if you care about the box and all that. Nope. I'm going to ditch all that. No, it just it's, it's, it, I'm, I'm not comparing it to the Lego store now. I'm comparing it to Amazon. <laughs> okay. Uh, Flintstones. Yeah, like but I didn't realize that's the Emmett hair in yellow with the cowlick. <laughs> that was a good part up. Uh, Steamboat Willie. The Treehouse. Brand new, right? The Friends. I thought this was a really nice uh, creator set. Yeah, I like that. One. I love the. I don't, um, I don't the think I'm familiar with that one. Or whatever, whatever this style is supposed to be. It's one of the new uh, three in one. I think this is a new one. Well, mm. I mean, they're all 2019, so. But I mean, this is one that like just. I think it this just came out. out. Uh, the 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 new Porsche. It's this thing. <laughs> the beast. Wow. 
So the like it, it's funny. Like there, there there are some like comparisons that you can do between the years, and it's just look at this technic construction vehicle compared I'll to the other. I look at this, and all we see is, damn Wait, man, blueprint. look at the quantity on these. Yeah, right. <laughs> Lots of black and white stuff this year. This this is good. This is gonna be a good one if you can get it anywhere near under full price. The Land Rover, Gary's favorite set, as opposed to the, the Snowspeeder. There's there's an example of those panels you were talking about. Yes, this is a panel vehicle where it's like... I almost feel like that's cheating. I, I see a couple of lift arms there, but the outer shell of it primarily is made up of these panels. Are they where specifically made for this, then? They, they cover... No, no, they're all... They're in use in all the vehicles. Like, you look at the Porsche, and it's like the defenders. Um, the most popular one I see is this thing. It's just a slight arch, and then it's got uh, two rings at either end, so it can connect. If you look at like that, the yellow, uh, the orange Corvette, it's got a whole bunch of them in it. And just these Technic wings, they call them. Like these, uh, mm-hmm. they have a, several connection points, and there's a left and a right version of them all. This is this one here. This is one here. There's another one of those slight arches, and then the roof has four more of them. Like they make a lot of the exterior of these vehicles are made out of these panels. Now there they are in black. Those same parts are everywhere. Um, I thought this was pretty cool. It's like your downtown scene, but it's snow resort themed. I, I actually thought it was a friend set until I looked closer. Or a holiday set. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is an example of what what fire been doing. Look at how long that uh, that fire truck is. The ladder's huge. That's more than you need to get up to the top of this building. That's right. <laughs> uh, space. That space theme. That that space theme is not space, but it's city instead. Like if you got a guy with a mug, it's not space. <laughs> there, there's your definitive. What is space? What is city space? City space is guy with mug. City space is rubber tires. I, I like this line. It just I was not happy with the price of it, though. It was seemed a little overkill. If you got a guy that doesn't have a helmet on, it's city. <laughs> I like the design of some of the shuttles. Like the I, I like the the front end of this rocket. Is that like a little robot minifigure? Yes, right there. Robot- Oh, that's interesting. Robot. It's like, uh, uh, what's that series on uh, Netflix that just came out last year? Um, Death and Robots. Love Death and Robots? No. Last like, year's fad. Crap. I can't remember what it is. Wait, that wasn't the answer? No, it wasn't. A, it was like Lost World or something. Uh, there was Lost in Space. I think that was it, Lost in Space. That had the, had the robot with the one, one big eye. Uh, I don't know. I think it was Lost in Space. Danger Will Robinson. Yeah, that one. Yep. Oh, that is Lost in Space. Yep. Yep. That was it. <laughs> yeah, they did do a remake. Yeah, it a remake. It's really good. Yeah, right, it was supposed to be. Really know that it's a remake, then we're all good here. And, and not the um, movie with uh, with either. Everyone's favorite theme they already forgot about for some reason. It's all over I, the stores. I, I find it funny that I saw like they had uh, some of this. Some of these sets at Apple Store because it has the uh, the AR capabilities. <laughs> that is pretty funny. 
<laughs> that a weird flex, but okay. Well, it is one of those that, that, so then that deal was struck between Lego and Apple. So good on Lego for that one. Oh, uh, from the original images, I could never tell how these claws are coming out. They fold in there and then the whole wall goes back up because I can see it right here. Mm-hmm. What's happening. I never quite saw how that was going to work. I'm like, there's like a big gap though. These go in and then it's a transformer school. <laughs> okay. That's hidden side. And then, uh, you know, probably the best Ninjago set ever made after the two that I own. The third best Ninjago set ever made. You know, I dig it. (laughs) It's a Gundam. It's got lots of lots of cool figures. It's a big ass mech. I'm in. I mean, I'm not getting it, but (laughs) I might get it on clearance. Look, I you can't say I don't buy any Lego sets. I buy the ones that are art pieces. You buy and this is not a year. Just a robot. The space fist. <laughs> Definitely, a man. Fist. I I did not realize it was a fist until I saw the movie. You uh, how many? You're the one that had a bunch of these to, to part out in the store. Is that right? Was it, it you? It's done. It's been done. There's a big ass fist. You can buy an entire drawer of little little dinos. That might actually be kind of fun. <laughs> I did 13 copies of this. 13. How much? Are you buy uh, I like I like all the mini versions of other things in the from the movie. So there's the the, the, the mini house, and then the, the like the mini version of this. Uh, is this the the executioner or whatever? The Rex the Rexelsior. The executioner is a way <laughs> fucking better name. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're thinking of the Rexplorer, which I it's another think one. Maybe, is this right? one? Oh, I thought that was the, I thought that was this one, and then I thought the other one was the Rexplorer. I think this is the 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 um the little truck he has when he's on the planet with the plantimals, uh, uh, which I don't know if that had a name. I mean, I guess it did. The set was probably just named whatever that is because it has wheels. I think this is the Rexplorer. I think these are the pods that come off of the Rexplorer, maybe. I don't know. It's all relative to scale, Unicron, blah, blah, blah. Um, is, uh, does Chris, Chris Pat, the, uh, the, the like, yeah, he's both actor that has the most number of minifigures? Based on <laughs> uh, I think he does now, actually. Yeah. Or the most like different characters in minifigure form, I should I guess right. as opposed to like there's a thousand Luke figures or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well yeah, but that's just one character. But like he's got like yeah. this the the Jurassic World and, and uh Guardians. Yeah, at one point I wanted to do like so the the whole thing was uh like that whole scene with Chris Pratt and the and, and the, the Raptors, like where like everyone was doing a thing where he's like Taming the raptors that are all in. Oh, that, I that wanted meme, to do that. That meme did not last. I wanted to do that with all Chris Pratt minifigures. So it would be, it would be like, <laughs> it would be Emmett. It would be Star Lord. It would be now Rex, and then it would be who was the other one? The other well, one. I mean, like, Emmett and Rex are the same person, but they're different characters. I don't know. And the, so and I was, I was really disappointed parts. when it wasn't a full-on Fight Club situation. I thought it would be more that. That but, was like the best prediction I could possibly have had. Where like nobody else sees the other character. And they came really cool. close to pulling that off. Would would kids have gotten it though, do you think? Does it matter? Well it is it is targeted at kids. Is it? 
<laughs> That's how you spin it corporately. You have to be 13 to have a YouTube account. Um, <laughs> so, and then this is the third uh, art art piece that I have purchased to add to my collection, my gallery. The uh, Welcome to Apocalypseburg. It's an impressive set. I still don't have it yet, though. Still in the box. Yeah. <laughs> I love the figures with this thing, too. The rest of it is awesome, but the figures are great, too. All the uh, Apocalypse versions of all the figures. Yeah, man. I love that uh, Bad Cop is in here. You know, he didn't have a single line in the movie. <laughs> like he he he's in it as much as you see him here. That's it. And Lord Business got a a, a figure also his, his the golf figure in the CMF line. I guess he was only in it for like a minute. Also, not even. Did he speak? Uh, I think he I think he spoke and said he needed to go play golf or something like that. He must yeah. have. I don't think he would have got the idea just from the way he was dressed necessarily. Um. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think if like they got um, Will Ferrell to you know do voice for that movie, but they did because he he's, he's got like, an off-camera line at the yeah. end too. So he's he's not seen, but he's heard in that movie uh, as far as the live action goes. And the Disney train with Goofy, and, finally, yeah, big ass Disney flag. Look at that thing. That one too. <laughs> and the Tantive Four. Which um, the very long Tantive Four? It's the uh, emaciated Tantive Four. <laughs> These rebels need to stop making chips that look like you could just snap them in half. Now, have you seen that Nebulon frigate? Yeah, that's just asking to get broken. <laughs> oh, it's the wait when when in Rogue One when uh, Vader comes in. That was the one that just broke right in half first. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. And it's never that like that one that looks like a lump of clay. That one doesn't get broken. <laughs> the one, the one that looks like it's dripping. The one that looks like it's like being exploded from the inside out. <laughs> yeah, the, the one that they hammered out from the inside. <laughs> that one's never in trouble. This um, twist though, in the and the the big one. <sighs> So I saw I saw a picture of this one built right next to the uh, the Falcon, and uh, this is like so much bigger than the Falcon, not like enough bigger than the Falcon, but it's a lot bigger than the Falcon is. Um, and there's there's this big argument about the price. Like, is it overpriced? Is it not overpriced? In the end, it's like, do you feel comfortable spending that much money for this? If so, then you win. And if not, shaking, then don't get it. I'm but shaking my head no when, after just buying eight hundred dollars worth of. When you put <laughs> the two next to each other, and this one's like one and a half times the length of the Falcon, and yes, this one's got a lot less detail necessarily on the outside, and the Falcon has an interior, and and um, like the part density is so much higher on the Falcon than this one, and this one is in in all honesty a uh, big triangle, but. It's Plus so like much too many bigger when built than the than the Falcon that um I get it. I understand. I get it. It's not for me though. Like I think I think the Falcon is a lot more visually interesting because this is all great. Yeah. But I felt the same way about the Superstar Destroyer too. Like it was accurate. Looked. I mean, it was very impressive for what it was. But it was all gray. 
yeah. and, and and some and then some darker gray. Like there wasn't enough that would catch the eye, other than holy shit, that's huge. Like that that's pretty much it. Did you hear Caleb talking some real shit on this? No. <laughs> yeah, um, Caleb was talking some shit on this one and the Falcon, um, and uh, Tyler was defending them both. That's Tyler, interesting. Tyler built a Falcon. Yeah, Tyler's a he's a he's a not really closeted, but he doesn't he's a he's a Lego fan, but doesn't uh, doesn't make that as well known. But I know his kids also love Lego, so I think he may have bought that Falcon for his kids. And then Caleb has somehow gotten the the brand of being like the Star Wars guy in the realm, which I don't know why. But uh, other than the fact that he lives right by by Galaxy's Edge and goes there all the time. Um, but He's yeah, probably so, been like twice, just, and and we think it's all the time. Yeah, that that is also true. It's be like it's be like uh, Esteban. Uh, I think he's he's been in the park a bunch of times, but hasn't actually gone inside inside except for a, a couple times. I liked his uh, his point of like entering as far from the Falcon as you can and kind of approaching it. Sounded like good advice. See it. Yeah, that'd be cool. I read an article that they think that the the park's like a big failure because everybody showed up the first day and then. It hasn't been sold out since. Like, I mean, that's that's everything. That's that's yeah. anything. You, that that's one. I think, I think you get a lot of people that will go. Uh, so yeah. I, I think you 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 look at that one long term. You can't look at it in the short term either. Just like all the other stuff there. Back to the set. I think if they drop, if they price this at five hundred dollars, I think it would. I I'd, I'd actually consider it. I, How I think many it's a nice mini figures set. would this have to have for <laughs> your like seven hundred dollars done? Yeah. Because these these two, two nobodies, like, why even put minifigures in it at all if this is the ones you're going to give us? No. <laughs> they, they know some, that. Uh, well, I guess that, like they know that kids only care about the minifigures anymore, and the, the rest of the set is just an excuse to charge more for the box they're buying because they just want the minifigures. Um, but this isn't for kids. This is an adult set, and it didn't come and with a hand truck. Adults don't necessarily. Oh no, hand truck not, on? It did not come with a hand truck, which is some bullshit. Is the box the same size or same dimensions? Yes, I guess. Same, oh, same then, yep. box. Needed those wheels. Did you get yeah. the, the the wheels with yours when you bought it? You, no, I had to carry a forty pound box out from the mall all the way I think up. The, the hand trucks were like a first release kind of thing. Damn, it's pretty heavy. That's that's twice the weight of Unicron. <laughs> Yeah, and almost twice the price. Uh, the Droid developer set, if you have the little polybag version of this, good for you. Sell it for lots of money. Why is the gunk blue? On the real, though, anybody getting that uh, Hot Toys uh, Jawa on the gunk, hit me up, because uh, I might take that gunk up off your hands. Nice. Gunk, 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 gunk. I like the weird shit like the gonk droid. That's that's what I'm into. <laughs> I like the gonk droid too. And uh Stranger yeah. Things. I like the set. I don't know that one either, yeah. but I like it. The Jurassic Park gate. Does I thought it, this look cool, but I thought that was Gary hate this too. one too. <laughs> I don't know. Uh that's the one that Gary sold right away. The the Newman set. Although he's in he's in this one too, so I guess it's not the Newman set anymore. Robo Dino. It's a Robo Dino. I mean, love it. Like he's got ice picks for fingers. That's what I like. <laughs> he's got a a ski for a tail. <laughs> when someone, uh, when someone parts out just that, I'll probably pick it up. That's the um, 
that's the list. That's that's 2019. So, are you starting to see a pattern where I, I know I, I pull from largest? Oh, why didn't it? Overwatch is in there too. It didn't show that this was after the other one. Um, Overwatch also. Actually, when you sent the pictures, there were t- there were two batches of pictures too. That's a, it was too many, I think, to send a one. Uh, I got it. And then it was weird. It didn't jump over to Overwatch. Overwatch was in there, and they are two, which uh, features uh, Reaper for the second time. He's I think he's the only figure that's in two sets, although he has ghost legs in this one as opposed to real legs. <laughs> Go figure. Um, Overwatch as a whole was theme. So I, I pick these sets from largest to smallest as far as piece count goes because I, f- I want to get like the biggest and baddest representation of each theme. But what winds up happening in the, the newer years is that it just winds up being here's all the direct-to-consumer sets and <laughs> if, if I'm lucky I, I touch on the biggest set from some of the other IPs. But maybe it's that the best representation of lego these days is the giant direct-to-consumer sets and i, I don't i don't know i we, we're, we're barely scratching the other themes like what did i reach i reached the jurassic world straight to dvd based sets the overwatch um ninjago hidden side i can't even tell what the hell this out oh, city space like city, well, there's three for a city in a row here, and then this is all ideas and direct to consumer, and there's a, you know one creator set. Uh, are there? Uh, we looked at it before. Uh, the answer is yes. There are fewer themes going around now, and more sets are. I don't want to say more sets are being devoted to the direct to consumer line because they're just making additional sets. It's, yeah, it's not it, like anything. It, there's just more direct to consumer. More sets, sense. but. The amount of themes that are out there, I think, is down. Or I say, yeah. I know is down. You looked well, at that. Uh, well, there were other weeks ago. That was. There were there are definitely other stuff from this year too, though. I mean, so like you have your superhero sets, so your Avengers Endgame sets, and then your your mm-hmm. Spider Man sets, your Batman sets, um, and then there's also oh, crap. I think there were some new Speed Champion sets. Uh, yeah. There were like a lot of Disney. No, 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 no. Backed up that high part count wise, I guess. Agreed, agreed, absolutely, no. t- totally agree uh, there. But there, there were other, there were lots of other themes that were still there. They just were not. Um, they never got that big. as noteworthy, and they weren't, they weren't the size, so they didn't, they didn't, they wouldn't come up on this list at all. But, but certainly, like, it's not like that. You can't say that it's just these because there were plenty of other themes that were that were attacking that other part of the demographic as well. I really like how how they're investing in in like idea sets too. I really I really like those kind of sets. Just you know, rewarding the the designers that are you know building these things. Um, although I I do think the Lego Ideas site is sort of like a wasteland of great ideas that never never see the light of day again. But uh, I do I do like to support the idea sets when they come out. Yeah, I'm the same. I think the ideas. Ideas and some of the direct-to-consumer one-offs are kind of blurring together here because there's this time delay between the ideas set um, like getting approved and it coming out. And then there's this, the opposite end of the spectrum, some of these direct-to-consumer sets that are one-off licensed IPs 
are almost dropped on us without any warning. So, yeah. like, could you really identify that the Harley Davidson Fat Boy is not an idea set, and that it is a just a something they did? Like, I think it's How the, about uh, the Lunar Lander or the Mustang. Yeah. Like, it's interesting that I think a, a couple of years prior to this is really kind of when that started happening, and I think it was the Helicarrier was the one um, that like it got the ten thousand and it got denied, and then. Like two months later, Lego released their own Helicarrier. So I think that, that that's I'm kind not of talking when, about coincidences like that. No, 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 no. I, I totally understand, but I, but I, I think that's when a lot of people started to submit great idea sets, but was all like, "Oh yeah, I, I want this version of this that you guys haven't put out for this for this theme that you already have." And so that a lot of the stuff started to kind of blend, and then it, then it started to kind of go a little bit towards the. What's the nostalgia one that the, the nostalgia thing that we can put into ideas so we can get a lot of a lot of supporters and a lot of backers to it? So, the the, the ideas concept I think has has evolved to the way that people now just want to get something approved, and so like it the the, the topics involved um, end up blending a lot with some of the the, the one off like direct to consumer sets. Now I still, like I said I still support them whenever I can and. Anything that is ideas heavy, I hear this ideas heavy is probably one that I'm going to go for just because. But do you I like feel that Lego is learning from the ideas projects that they get approved, or at least the ideas projects that get to ten thousand, and they're going out and they're 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 making these deals and making these one off sets that, you know, in a in a in another time could have been an ideas project, but just they just did it on their own, like the the Harley Davidson or the Mustang things like this the the lunar lander they they could have been things that yeah. were on ideas but lego is like learning from the ones that are getting uh votes and are getting purchased by the fans and they're like why don't we just jump right to it yeah i think I, there's there's some learning there yes because i think lego is smart enough to do that um i don't think just just to address it like i, I don't think they're I don't like to take the cynical view that like, oh, they 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 saw one that was successful, but because they want to do it better, they're gonna just do their own version of it. I don't subscribe to that thought, but I think that they are certainly learning that like, licensed vehicles could be a good one. So like the like the Harley being one, and then the the Mustang and stuff like that. I think that that certainly is something that they have learned from success of prior sets. Possibly the Catrum set was 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 one of them uh, that they use kind of as that as that learning kind of impetus. Uh, I, I can't really say for sure which one's there, but I think that they are certainly seeing which ones tend to get um, kind of uh, a, a good a good part of the market share. I, th- I think, uh, you know, the the Space Town or City set there, you know, the, the series might be, you know, influenced heavily from a lot of the idea sets that are out there because you see a lot of SpaceX, you see a lot of, uh, you know, space sort of ideas that are out there I really think that was a, you know, I, I know they've done space in the, in the past, but I think a lot of the designs of that that series really comes out of a lot of the idea sets that, that we were seeing. So that might be heavily influenced as well. Where's Peru? That's the one I want. Justice for Peru. <laughs> yeah, what if Cookie Monster got... Wait, so Cookie Monster is Sesame Street, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. And Sesame Street just got approved. So what if you made a big like Lego cookie monster? You know that big stitch didn't get approved, but probably should have. Like do a cookie monster in that scale, 
and then Cookie Monster, the Justice for Cookie Monster is back, and and it gets ten thousand, and it gets made, but not by Hasbro. <laughs> Let go instead. I uh, I would buy that set for my wife without question because she loves Cookie Monster, and we actually were backers to the Haslab Cookie Monster because she loves Cookie Monster so much. That would be great. It's like. Hey, didn't crowdfund over here? How about over here instead? <laughs> it would just be it's a bin of blue Lego. <laughs> just it'd be yeah. thousands of blue, one color. <laughs> okay. And so dark tan now, for now, all the crumbs. Now it's the hard part. <laughs> we have to make our arguments. 2003 or 2019. Then I'll speak at once. Uh, I'll, I'll go with 2019 just because. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think uh, just the the idea sets are, are you know make it make it more compelling. Uh, the the one offs that we were just talking about the the, the space series I think was really interesting. Um, you know they're doing some good things with with Star Wars I think as well. Even though seven hundred dollars for the Star Destroyer is a little ridiculous, but uh, I still think it's it, you know they're they're coming out with, with good sets there. Yep. Uh, so, so to negate whatever Chris would have said, I'm also going with 19 on this one. Uh, <laughs> it has some cool ones. It had some some cool sets and like some very interesting ones. So, like I, um, the Bionicle one wasn't bad. I like the I like the the Orient Express or whatever that line was called. One um, expedition. Yeah, there you go. Um, and of course, I like the robots. Um, and then again, there's there's arguably the uh, the 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 better Cloud City set there um but i think that 2019 had such a variety of of sets that they that they produced and um that basically from a business standpoint targeted against so many so many different parts of the population that may not have been into lego so you get car enthusiasts with the with the mustang of course there were other um like like technic had a bunch of like the supercars as well but not so much to that degree in in the in the system sets there and then there's of course there's the like we talked about with the idea set so there's the there's the there's the uh the flintstone set and then what else was an idea set the little lander oh yeah friends little lander was not an idea set was friends an idea set too friends yeah was. it was it was friends, you know what i'm yeah. saying they're blurring yeah. together now because yeah. yeah. lego's oh, learning and then so like so but but then you so even of course, I love all the idea sets because I will always support the idea sets just to just as a concept, as we've talked about in all these years that I've had them. But um, just from IP standpoint, so you have Flintstones, you have Friends, you have uh, let's see, Steamboat yep. Willie. You have Harley, Steamboat Willie. Um, you have Stranger Things, um, and then and so so there's there's a whole Overwatch. variety of of different yeah Overwatch again. Um, all, all sorts of different things that would target different parts of the population that could bring them into Lego. And then, of course, for your Lego enthusiasts, your Lego hardcore, you have your UCS Star Wars sets, um, and then you have your brick-built dino. Um, you have um, Lego movie stuff uh, there for that there. The the exca- or whatever the, the, the Technic construction vehicle versus the 2003's construction vehicle. Um, and then even, like, even though we're now in the the age of like paneled Technic sets. Um, I think they are much more accessible to, to not hardcore Technic fans. Like, Oh yeah, that actually looks like a Land Rover. I like a Land Rover. I've got a Land Rover. That'd be cool to build or something kind of there. 
<laughs> exactly. But yeah, so I, I that's why I, I go with 19 just for overall kind of to grow the brand. I think they're. I think Lego is doing. There is doing a smart thing, and there were actually still some, some Lego IP stuff there with the Lego Movie Two, with Hidden Side, um, with the with Ninjago, um, with the the city space, uh, and all that kind of stuff. And then, and then so there, there was there's a, a variety of licensed stuff, non-licensed stuff, um, and then just the, the 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 variety of topics that they cover and that they span for 2019, I think is just greater for the brand um, than 2003 would have been, even though there were some very cool sets in 2003 that we saw. I'm going to vote for 2019 as well, because I'd... I, it doesn't I matter think, what you think. Yeah, <laughs> 2003 was, you know, had a little bit of the town junior to it still, not that bad, but a little bit. But overall, I don't think it had enough original IPs. Like, yeah. they had uh, Adventurers was was ending, and uh, I have to open it again. To, I don't remember what else there was. It, it just I don't think there was enough going on. Um, adventurers, um, they had they had Adventurers. They had Racers. Um, the, the Racers was was very junior, um, and then the the space stuff was. World City original enough, but and, and City's a given. You're gonna get City, mm. but they had they had Spider Man, they had Star Wars. Um, I like the I, I'm collaboration. Not, I'm never gonna be a fan of the Legend series because the reissue idea. I think I don't like. I like but, the Discovery Channel kind of collaboration. I think as a as a good idea, and I think a smart collaboration there because I think yeah. Lego and then like Discovery like stuff because there were Discovery stores and all that kind of stuff. Perfect play, like that's exactly what you would have in those kinds of stores. It's it's like partnering with Learning Express or whatever. Like you basically are partnering with the, the place that has a ton of your already built in customers. I think it's smart. I think you I should lose think there, are, there there weren't enough lines overall, I think, in two thousand three. No. Fair enough. Unanimous. Two thousand nineteen wins. Whoop whoop whoop. All right. if, like this last quarter is like it, it has it's something that is just destroys what we think about Lego. So, so <laughs> yeah, so eighteen is gonna have to go up against nineteen now. Which that should be, be interesting. Up. Um seventeen oh, oh, lost. Seventeen's on it. Next year ninety seven? Is that is that it finally? Ninety seven. Oh boy, ninety seven. Let's see it. I can't wait. Ninety seven against O two. That's no questions asked. That's ninety seven. O two, <laughs> come on, get out of here. So I mean, it, the real struggle is 18 or 19 are powerhouses, and they're going to go up against either 97, 02, 15, or 96. Interesting. What if it's 96 and 97? It, it is going to be 96, 97, 97, 97, 97, 97, 97. <laughs> Where's 88 again? Where does yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to knock off 88. <laughs> oh, man, I, this might get really exciting <laughs> when we go for This might get really exciting. Well, so uh, this is actually when you get the, the competitive matches in in, uh, in actual March Madness as well. They're not the most exciting games because it's the upsets that are always the most exciting games in the first round. But uh, now's when you get the competitive exciting games. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I am really looking forward to how this goes, and uh, I'm also looking forward to it being over. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, quite the undertaking here. I wonder how long our episodes will be once, <laughs> once the break is done. Not two and a half hours. Get us out of here, Paul. <laughs> Ralph, where can, uh, where can everybody find you? 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Ralph Bricks. You can find me on YouTube at, uh, uh, I think, the same thing, Ralph's, Ralph's Bricks and Minifigures. Um, or you can find me on Bricklink at ralphsbricks.com. Excellent. Check out all of Ralph's stuff. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Ralph. We appreciate it. Thank you for giving your uh, your Welcome opinions on 2019 versus 2003, even though 2019 smoked 2003. Um, Glad I was here for Chris's intervention. <laughs> there you go. Hope you enjoyed some uh, some business knowledge being cracked on your head there, uh, as you got you got free uh, free business school information for you here. Uh, reach out to any of us. Uh, perhaps for business information and business knowledge uh, for any of our social media contacts on screen. Check us out on the Romo Collectors Facebook page. Check out RomoCollectors.com where you can learn also about the Cool Table Network, which has a bunch of podcasts and shows, shows that are all nerd-related and are named things like Enter the Rome, Brick of the Mold, Figure Banging, Stasis Lock, Nerd Ridge Radio, Shattered Cast Uncut, Plastic Fanatics, Toy Detox, Beer and Bolters 40K, 8 Weeks, Fresh Communications, and Verbally Challenged. The episodes may not be family friendly, but the show that they are all part of a friendly family. You might need to update that. A lot of the other shows have started dropping a few of those off the list. Are they? Yeah. And I guess Plastic Fanatics can probably come off at this point. I think eight weeks has come off of a lot of the lists as well. <laughs> okay, sounds good. People have dropped a few of those names off there, so uh, I still won't they still have tiles on the on the Bobby table. Well, you know that's a static thing, and that's not going to change. Take a hammer to it next golf fest. It's like I'm waiting for the day where it's like none of them are relevant anymore on that table, <laughs> or you know it, it gets fully covered up by the soundboard, and it's like are there even really? <laughs> if you don't lift the soundboard, are there really tiles underneath? It'll just be the one huge tile of just truth in the skull face. Sure. <laughs> I'll just say that's a cool table. <laughs>